As always, we have a fucking amazing show for you tonight. Let's see how we're doing. How many people are tuning in tonight? Uh, 91 waiting. That's not too much. Looks like we have a less popular show tonight. I think maybe because I am spamming my channel with all of the clips from my show. People have begged me to do that, and I'm finally getting around to it. I have 25 new videos up on my channel right now. So those of you guys who have been wanting new content from me, there is new content for you to enjoy. Please go fucking watch that shit. I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's obviously not as good as scripted, heavily edited stuff, but, you know, it's not too bad. I think the content is is pretty decent overall. As always, if you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. We're up to 82 Patreons right now. $408 a month. Fuck yeah. We're making improvements. We're getting there. As I always say, if we get to $1,500 a month, I will do another show in the week. So that's the goal we're going for, $1,500. So if you guys like the show, please consider supporting it, and I'll keep doing it. And if you don't, fuck you all! Just going to retire and go work at Walmart. That'll show you. And uh, let's see what else we got here. I didn't pop out the fucking Super Chat window, but Super Chat? Super Chat, the lifeblood of the show. Always the best way to support the show is the fucking Super Chats. We already have one. You rock, Dusty. Totally gay for you. I'm totally gay for you right back. Thank you for that. Love all you guys. So please, super chat me throughout the show. If you guys don't know how super chat works, there is a little dollar sign where the chat is. And you click on it, and you can ask me any questions. I read all the super chats on the show, and every question will be answered. Nothing dodged. So please support the show if you like it, and I'll keep doing it. Super chat me. really appreciate it. And that's the best way to get your show, to, your question read live on the fucking air. Let's see. I guess I'll go ahead and pop out the regular chat window, too, just so I can keep track of what the fuck you guys are saying. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys having a good Friday night? I am having an amazing Friday night thus far, even though that's not actually true. I just got up and went to the bathroom, and then on my way out, I stepped off the bed, and I fell, and I crashed my knee. And my knee is split open right now, and it's bleeding on my bed right now, and so I'm in immense pain. But the show must go on, so we're going to have a good time anyway. Um, I don't know if the lag is fixed or not. It seems like it's better. Um, I, I made some changes. As you guys can see, I edited the template for my uh, podcast a little bit. I'm down at the bottom now. Um, so hopefully that'll solve the lag problems. Somebody said that if you get lag problems, if it'll just like rewind it like 30 seconds, that solves the problems. You're 30 seconds behind, but it's fine. But yeah, it should be all right. I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, so I guess we'll kick it right into the show. Uh, apparently, Tommy Lauren has gone out demanding demanding that we have a straight pride parade so but uh the people that want to put on this straight pride parade i don't think she looked into it very hard so here's one from anti-fash gordon thread there were a lot of tweets about the straight pride parade that's going on going to be held in boston in august it's just a rebrand of resist marxism a violent far-right group based in boston massachusetts let's meet the organizer mark shady or Sahadi, I'm going to call him Shadele, just because that's fun and it sounds exactly like the type of person that would be involved in Kekistan. So Mark Shadele, and see his ties to violence and hate. So this is the guy, Mark Shadele. Um, Resist Marxism was founded in 2017 by Cal Based Stickman. You guys remember the Based Stickman, Chapman? He got made famous by going and attacking, uh, I guess, Antifa and, and left-wingers with a stick. And of course, that's what makes you popular on the internet, is being a violent thug. 
who currently facing two felonies, good, in May 2018, their ties to hate groups like Patriot Front and the American Guard were exposed, exposed, exposed. Exclusive leaks show how Boston free speech groups acts as a, yeah, whatever. Um, but Mark Shedley didn't stop after that. In fact, he traveled to Portland to ride alongside Patriot Prayer. Here's him on June 30th, 2018, armed with a club in Portland. He also appears in this photo from 6.30 via Shane Brule. Yep. Aren't these just lovely people, the lovely people that uh, lo- Tommy Lauren thinks are worth going on Fox News and defending and taking up for? Of course. Of course, these are her people. That day was so violent, Portland police revoked Patriot Pierce permit, stating that they'd cause a riot. No shit. Look at these people. Look at these fucking assholes. I mean... This is just unite the right people all over again. It's exactly the kind of people. These are the people that want to put on the straight pride parade. Hmm. Wonder why. Uh, They're just fucking normal, everyday, average people that take pride in the fact that they're straight. They just want to show their pride. It's not anything to do with politics. It's not anything to do with making fun of gay people or, you know, making a a political point at all. It's all harmless people. We need straight pride. Uh, Everyday straight pride, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? On October 6, 2018, Mark organized a Resist Marxism rally in Providence, Rhode Island, and invited the Proud Boys for security. Kudos to whatever. Um, this is Maxwell Hare, a Proud Boy who attended Shedley's rally on October 6th. He liked it so much that on October 12th, he led a group of 10 men in a gang beating of three protesters at Gavin McGinnis' event in Manhattan. Lovely people. Look at these fucking dickheads. In December 2019, Mark Shedley hosted a Resist Marxism debate on immigration. Patriot Front and neo-Nazi organization provided security. Here's Mark with Chris Hood, Tan Hat, the head of Massachusetts Patriot Front Sales. Uh, yep, there they are. And these fucking dickheads are hand-in-hand hand with neo-Nazis. Like they say, if, you're, if you sit down at the dinner table with 11 Nazis, there are 12 Nazis at the dinner table. You are fucking responsible for that shit. Patriot Front is an openly neo-Nazi organization that endorses the use of ethno-state rape gangs. Awesome, isn't it? To police the behavior of white women after they win the race war they think is coming. That's right. We're going to police the behavior of you white women. Don't you think of having sex with no black man or no Mexican man, and especially no damn Asians? Hell, not of the Asians. If you do that, we will rape you. We will correct your behavior with rape. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing human beings these are that uh, Tommy Lauren is defending. And Chris Hood, the leader of Massachusetts Patriot Front, has been with Resist Marxism since the beginning. Here he is with RM founder Cal, based Dickman Chapman in November 2016 at Resist Marxism first event. Doing the okay side. It's just a joke, bro. It's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Chris Hood is currently facing a weapons charge after a member of Patriot Front allegedly assaulted a police officer while the group was masked and flying and flying in East Boston. He wore a 1488 bracelet in his first court appearance. You know what 1488 is? It's like a, a neo-Nazi slogan. Mark Shedley and Resist Marxism showed up at the Boston Women's March on January 19, 2019, where they attacked attendees. Here's Mark Shedley, beanie black jacket, grabbing a trans woman. So, you get the picture. These people are just basically uh, loosely associated, not loosely associated, they're directly associated with racist. And even though they may not, some of them may not be themselves outwardly racist, they are, you know, in, in, in cahoots with racist organizations. And this is clear, it's just a racist group. So anyway, here's a look at everybody attending, according to the Facebook group. And this is really fucking hilarious. Uh, Look at these people. 
the exact type of people you would expect to be. <laughs> this is so funny. The exact type of people that you would think would attend a straight pride parade. Like every one of these guys are the exact type of guys that are in these videos, walking up to people on bicycles, calling them gay slurs. Come on, bro. I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your worst nightmare. Do something, F-word. Do something. This is the exact type of guys that you would see every day shouting gay slurs and thinking that they're so tough and that everybody that is a liberal is just a little pansy, weak, homosexual. It's exactly the type of people that they are. And amazing diversity, too. You know, the straight pride parade. Hmm. Seems like they're drawing in a particular crowd. I wonder why. So... Now that you have a little background on that, let's listen to what Tommy Lauren has to say about the whole thing. She's a genius. Show us, Tommy. Show us what you're made of. Here we go. Load up. It's kind of quiet. I'm not really sure it's why it's so fucking quiet, though. That's the thing. I don't know. It's going to be turned up a little bit, but it's still going to be kind of quiet, so you might want to turn your volume up a little bit, and I'll try to talk lower during this. Here we go. Go, Tommy. You can be proud of about everything these days, so long as it's not straight, white, male, or, God forbid, conservative. But as it turns out, the city of Boston may not be so tolerant and accepting of a straight pride parade either. All right, stop. You can be proud of being straight, white. Well, I guess you can be proud of being straight. I don't know why you would be want to be proud of that. See, pride is usually reserved for, reserved for accomplishments. And so I can understand being proud of being gay because we live in a society that, you know, demonizes and uh, oppresses gay people and it makes your life harder. And so if you overcome the way society treats gay people and you make a success out of yourself anyway, that's something to be proud of, right? Like if you're a black person and you, because of the way the system is, we're born with 10 times less wealth than white people on average. And despite the oppression you've undertaken, you rise above it and uh, make something yourself. I can understand being proud of it. That's an accomplishment. But no one is oppressing straight white people. So why was that something you would be proud of? There's nothing you were overcoming to be a straight, a straight white male. Your life is, you know, not easy, but I mean, those things are not holding you back. That's the difference. Your life could be fucking horrible as a white person. Your life could be fucking horrible as a straight white male. But it's generally not horrible because of your straightness or your whiteness or your maleness. Those things don't usually drag you down in our society, and that's the whole fucking point. Why would you be proud of something that actually helps you? So anyway, uh, stupid, Tommy. You're, you're not bright. Time for first thoughts. Yes, folks, it's Gay Pride Month, and let me be clear, I have no issue with LGBT people being proud of who they are. Bullshit. I could do without seeing men in Speedos and buttless shafts parading through the streets, but whatever, you do you. Uh, okay, they will. You don't have to see it. Don't go. Don't look at it. If you're such a fucking snowflake that you can't stand the sight of gay people dancing around and, like, I don't mind looking at nice gay butts. You got a nice butt, I look at that shit. Shake that gay butt. Shake it for me, gay guys. Love that shit. Sadly, at least in Boston, straight people aren't allowed to parade their heterosexuality for all to see. The rumored straight pride parade may be over before it started. The group Good. calls themselves Super Happy Fun America. And they're and if you actually look at their channel, it's just they have a website. It's basically just 4chan. These guys are just fucking trolls. They're just trying to make fun of gay people. They're just trying to make you know a, a point of, why should you be proud to be gay? Why can't I proud to be white? Here's a double standard. No, dude, it's not a double standard. The two things are completely different. You have to understand things by looking at them through a historical context lens. The fact that you guys refuse to do this just shows how mentally inferior you are. Simple. 
great people will embrace our diverse history, culture, and identity in order to promote engagement with the community. The now, you wouldn't think that would be a problem, right? Wrong. Don't forget, it is open season on straight white men in this country. Oh, straight white men. No, you're so oppressed. It's so hard. I gotta tell you, as a straight white man, my life is so fucking awful. Everywhere I go, people oppress me for being white and straight. Like, I was in the store the other day, and somebody said, Are you straight? You fucking straighty. God damn it, wearing your straight clothes. I bet you have a girlfriend, you fucking breeder. It's terrible. Everywhere I go is like that, you know. Everybody's always calling me honky and white boy everywhere. Fuck you, white boy. You guys got to quit stealing and murdering everybody, fucking whitey. It's just the worst shit I've ever experienced in my life. Can't wait until people like Tommy Lauren rise up and get rid of this horrific oppression against straight white people. Your straightness. It's 2019. Don't you know that's been off limits for at least the last 10 years? No. But nevertheless, the super happy Fun America Straight Pride group was planning their parade for August 31st. They even had a route mapped out. Now, mm-hmm. although the group touted they were working with Boston city officials to get their parade permit, city officials have said otherwise. Apparently, they have not been issued said permit. Yeah, they don't want to issue them a permit because they know who this group is. They know who these people are, and they know what they've done in the past, and they've, they're a violent group of thugs so obviously they don't want to give this violent group of thugs a fucking permit to go do this parade because all they're going to do is incite more violence that's what they that's what they're trying to do too this whole thing is trying to incite violence they're trying to get antifa and protesters to come out so when the cameras are not looking this is what they always do fucking uh was it tommy robinson even said it. they have him on hidden camera saying when the camera's not looking punch these guys in the face punch these old geezers in the head and then as soon as they do that the cameras like move over and the people are defending themselves and it looks like the left are the ones that are violent when the right are actually starting it not always i'm not saying that the left doesn't do some bad shit like i've done a video before and I've showed some of these mentally ill left-wing people are absolutely starting some of this shit but a lot of this is actually started by the right and then uh when the camera's not on and then they blame the left for it afterwards fuck I dropped my light there you go gotta illuminate my beautiful head all right what else you got Lori or Tommy the group is not going away quietly oh no last week on Facebook the club's vice president announced the group has filed a discrimination complaint against the city City officials weren't the only ones who didn't seem to enjoy the idea, and it didn't take long for Twitter social justice warriors to attack the parade. Oh my god, Twitter social justice warriors, be afraid. They're the ones fucking everything up on the earth. Oh my god, a straight prat parade would look exactly like this. Oh my god, they posted on Twitter. Holy shit, freedom is dead. Freedom is dead, y'all. So-called loving and tolerant leftists and members of the LGBT community demand respect for their events and celebrations. No, we're not tolerant against intolerance. We're not tolerant against people who are doing things specifically to try to shit on gay people and start shit. You know, you don't have to tolerate intolerance. We don't tolerate fucking racism. That doesn't make us intolerant just because we don't tolerate intolerance. You know, it's just really fucking stupid. We're not tolerant of every fucking thing. Okay. Just because we're tolerant of people who are not hurting anybody, like gay people and trans people, you know, just because we uh, promote diversity and uh, equality for minorities doesn't mean we're fucking tolerant of everything every fucking body does. Obviously, this is just such a stupid straw man you guys keep throwing out there. It's ridiculous. But are so quick to diminish, demonize, and mock groups they disagree with? Yeah. Listen, Violent assholes, this yeah. This great pride parade was probably intended to be a joke of sorts, but regardless, probably. why is it so taboo nowadays to recognize or be proud of heterosexuality or traditional values in general? Uh, <laughs> I just explained it to you because you've done nothing to overcome anything to be straight or white, and I don't know what is traditional values to you. 
Getting married, well, that's not fucking demonized. The government literally rewards you for that. Having kids, the government literally rewards you for that too. You know, there's tons of fucking television shows that do nothing but glorify having kids and having a traditional relationship. What the fuck are you talking about? The vast majority of television shows are about heterosexual couples with kids. Like, it makes no fucking sense what you're saying. Nobody is demonizing straight white people. You're just playing the fucking victims because that's what you guys do. You're hypocrites. Can that not be a thing anymore? According to who? I'm sick of this. The very groups that preach tolerance, love, and acceptance are anything but loving, tolerant, and accepting. Unlike us, unlike the group I'm supporting right now, the violent white supremacist Thai group I'm supporting, you guys are intolerant, don't show love. Yeah, bitch. Like, you know Google exists, right? Just Google these people before you go on Fox News and talk. I guess it doesn't really matter because she knows that people that watch Fox News won't actually go research what she's saying. They'll just believe anything she says, so it doesn't really matter, but still. Accepting. In this era of 64 gender options, female, boy scouts, and pronoun enforcement, all things traditional or conservative are deemed hateful and deplorable. And <laughs> so asking somebody to call you by their preferred pronoun is against conservative ideals? I mean, I guess it is, but I mean, it's nothing, right? No one is forcing you to do anything. They're just, you know, it's a request. You have the freedom of speech to say whatever the fuck you want to say, right? Just why are you guys always fucking playing the victim? Enough. Enough with that crap. Enough with that crap. Yes, my thought exactly. Enough with your crap, Tommy. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But classical liberal pointed out, Tommy talking about how much hatred there is against straight white parade. And she shows tweets like this to make her point. <laughs> And the tweet she shows, to my understanding, the straight pride parade is just a checkout line at Costco. Now, that's hilarious. That's fucking biting commentary, as Dave Rubin would call it. Biting social commentary. So that's an awesome fucking tweet for her to pick. What a cell phone. That's exactly what it is. That picture I just showed, it looks exactly like the checkout line of Costco. Mostly a bunch of old fucking white men who think they're fucking tough and it's ridiculous. And this is from George T. George T. Martinez. And uh, Tommy says, well, some enjoy their safe spaces and trigger warnings. We remember those who fought to protect and defend the freedom. They're always fucking playing the military card. Even though none of the people are in the military, they have no military service whatsoever. They have no understanding of what it's like to be in the military. They're always fucking playing this card because they're just trying to play on Americans' sense of patriotism. Obviously, they're just trying to politicize it. But George T. Manier says, so defending the straight pride parade, are you? I suppose you didn't hear about the fact that it was organized by a particular particular group of white nationalist folks who go to marches and protest armed with bats and shields ready for combat. What am I saying? Of course you know. And yep, here's all the dudes. Tommy doesn't really give a fuck, though. Like like I said, they have lots of ties with these white supremacists, and they're going to point the ties out because they don't want their audience to know about it. They're just going to play one side of it to, because they're a propaganda network. They don't give a shit about the truth. And uh, speaking of special treatment given to gay people, eh, very special treatment given to these two young ladies. Lesbian couple viciously beaten in homophobic attack on London bus. I guess this happened either yesterday or the day before yesterday. Um, yeah, they beat the crap out of these two women, didn't they? Um, apparently, they were sitting on the bus, and I guess they kissed each other, and these four teenage boys came up and told them to kiss and started throwing coins at them and then beat them and stole their purse and, uh, and their phone. And they've arrested these boys, um, apparently. So, And apparently there was uh, camera footage from the bus of the attack. So I guess we'll see eventually what the actual happened, what actually happened. I'm not sure if like it happened 100% like they said they did. But I'm going to assume they're telling the truth until evidence comes out uh, to the contrary. And this one's with David Christopher. Um, 
You knew I'd talk about it. Uh, yeah, we knew you'd talk about it. David Christopher says, wait, what? Uh, they already had their straight, the straight pride parade, Tommy. Yep, they sure did. Remember? The Jews will not replace us. These are all straight white men, I assume, or at least ones that claim to be straight. You know, I'm sure behind the scenes, a lot of them like a little uh, rub and tickle. Like to have their buttholes touched. But, uh, yeah, straight pride, straight pride is every day, right? Straight pride parade is every parade, pretty much. I mean, there's nobody making you feel bad about being straight, so you don't really need a pride to boost your self-esteem about that, do you? Crazy assholes. And uh, I guess we'll talk about Steven Crowder next. Steven Crowder's all the all the rage on the internet right now. Everybody's all pissed off at what's going on with Steven Crowder. So I guess we'll just take a look at the Super Chats real quick. C. Bishop Davis says, Dusty, do you have a P.O. Bo- box? You should have one. Um, Nope, I don't have a P.O. box. But if people want to send me something, I guess I could get one. I guess I could do unboxing videos. Haven't really thought about it. Rexo, don't make me cast Exxon on you. Dirty rules. Okay, Rexo, you've been warned. Uh, Zrock123 says, Hey, Dusty, just want to show my support and encourage you to keep calling out BS where you see it. I would, dude. I really appreciate it. You guys keep supporting me, and I'll keep doing this show. Everything will work out fine. Comet Punk, $25. Very generous. Thank you, Comet Punk. Love your stuff. Handsome. Oh, very nice. Keep those funny furry babies happy. I will keep my furry babies happy. They are definitely spoiled monkeys. I'm trying to think I have any new stories about them. Mm. They love to spill my coffee. That's the main thing. Like, before I do the show, I always give me a big cup of coffee. And uh, right after the show, the first thing the cats do is come in here and spill it all over the fucking place. So I got that to look forward to tonight. Never fails. You'd think I would eventually stop putting my coffee where they could get it. But nope, not me. I'm not that smart. Dude217 gave me $4. Thank you, Dude217. Very nice. Appreciate it. Shane Babka, $1.99. Wasn't it found out that Tommy likes black cock? Um, I think she had a black boyfriend. Yeah, I don't know if she still does or not, but I guess that's true. Like, I don't have a problem with that, obviously. You go, Tommy. You get that those black boys. I'm sure she's trying to make her daddy mad or whatever. That's what a lot of these blonde white girls do. It's so taboo. It's so hot. Works for me. I'd watch a porno of that. H.S. Ross, $10. There are things harming straight white men, like no affordable health care and job displacement from automation. But the solution are Medicare for all and a Green New Deal, not hating minorities. Absolutely right. There are tons and tons and tons of issues uh, that are that white men are dealing with, straight white men are dealing with. But pretty much all these issues are dealt are dealt with by conser- by liberal policies, not conservative policies. So... Just like you said, they need affordable health care. You know, they need uh, access. Probably universal basic income would be great, you know, especially since all the automation is going to take our jobs away. Stuff like that definitely help white men. So anyway, you guys are actually fighting against the stuff that will help you the most. As always, you're out there voting and fighting against your own best interest. And it's always fucking sad to see. Thank you, H.S. Ross. D-Dog 2015 says, while they whine about straight pride, a lesbian couple were assaulted for refusing to kiss in London. Yep. True story. I just covered that. We're going to cover it a little bit more in a minute. But uh, like I said, they arrested those four guys. They were ages 15 to 19. So what shitheads. But anyway, more Super Chats, please. Life under the show. No questions, Dodge. Ask me something tough, folks. Ask me something embarrassing. Ask me something that I have to stop and be like, hmm, I don't know if I want to answer that live on the air. And then I'll have to make up something, be all embarrassed because I was bragging about how I'll answer any fucking question. Do it. Make an example out of me. So we're on to Steven Crowder, and uh, Vadim says, What I love most about Steven Crowder is his consistency. And yep, here he is. Alex Jones has never met a conspiracy theory that he doesn't like, or a truth that he doesn't disdain. Uh, yep, he definitely disdains the truth, which is why he has you on, or you have him on. 
It's exactly why you're associating together, because he loves lies, he loves to bullshit and tell people mistruths, and you do too! You're both right-wing lying pieces of shit. You belong together. But, uh, yeah, it was shitting on him before, but now, now he has a chance to, like, get clicks and make money off having Alex Jones on the show, so suddenly, uh, the grift changes. They just go wherever the fucking money is. They have absolutely no integrity whatsoever. No morals, these people. It's all about the money. Money, 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 money. And uh, this is Matt Leach. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I guess what I think this guy's name is Owen Benjamin. He, uh, my understanding is he used to work with Crowder on Louder with Crowder show. And so uh, he don't like Crowder no more. Now, this guy's a fucking shithead. This guy is absolutely fucking irredeemable shithead. And you should take everything he says with a grain of salt because of that. But at the same time, he just spit on the tea on, uh, on Steven Crowder, so it's fun to watch. So why I don't like this guy, and I don't support him, and I don't think anybody else should support him, it's funny to watch these guys a rag on each other, and it's fun to watch the TV being spilled, so let's listen to it. Crowder, this, this little dude Sven Computer. So let me tell you about Sven Computer. So this is Sven Computer. He was a young German kid who came over to work with Lara with Crowder, and he... Uh, Crowder made him dress like a computer, and he'd go, beep, bop, boop, bop. He was a funny dude, but looking back, I realized Crowder was trying to humiliate him. And he would make him go into LGBT, you know, he, he would push him for this punking stuff, and he told Sven that he would pay him X amount per hour. He owed Sven tens of thousands of dollars that he never paid him. And Sven was like, you got to pay me. And he's like, no, I don't. I invented you. I mean, Crowder's a tyrant, dude. And you don't see it at first because you so want to believe in his bullshit. And this this little innocent computer here is like, beep bop, you owe me like tons of money that you never paid me. And Crowder was like, I made you. I'll send you back to Germany. So he didn't. I can't remember completely how this went down, but um, either he pushed to have his immigration revoked or he just didn't pay it or something. And and uh, I talked to Sven a lot after this happened, and um, Sven couldn't go public about anything because of confidentiality agreements and all this stuff, but he, he was treated horribly, and Crowder stole a lot of money from him. Lots. And this is a 22-year-old German kid that Crowder dressed up like a, like a computer. Sounds like an amazing guy, Crowder, doesn't he? What a fucking piece of shit. But, you know, it's not surprising. And he's making so much money off this controversy right now. All the conservatives, all the fucking shitheads who like to watch bullies, bully gay people. They're all jumping on his mug club. You're all just so fucking disgusting. So, anyway, Owen Benjamin has another story to tell about Stephen Crowder and his dastardly ways. Let's have a listen. I said, let's have a listen, motherfucker. Jared, not gay Jared. This is uh, Stephen Crowder. Shut the fuck up for a second while I rewind you, bitch. All right, let's go. You have Sven, uh, Jared, not gay Jared. This is uh, Stephen Crowder here trying to humiliate his uh, best friend, not gay Jared, uh, after naming him not gay Jared and claiming that he owns the name. Not gay, I'm not going to say anything much about not gay Jared because there's a lot of legal issues with that. But let's just say uh, it wasn't because he's having a kid that he left. He left for no job. Do you know what it takes for a man to leave a job that pays you money for no job when your wife is pregnant? Do you know how bad of a person your boss has to be for that to happen? I mean, you guys shouldn't be hanging around Steven Crowder anyway. Like when you're hanging out with a guy that is this big of a piece of shit, 
you're kind of asking for it, right? So a little bit hard to feel sorry for you if you're going to hang out with dudes like this. Anybody hanging out with Crowder or working for Crowder, you're probably going to get fucked, but you really deserve it because the dude is just a Neanderthal. He's just a troglodyte, just a giant fucking shithead. And Cody Justin from some more news. Good show. Want to watch it out? Um, he's replying to this tweet. Let me read the tweet first. Anti-gay slurs, not homophobic. Homophobia is when you're scared of two things together. Anti-gay is when you're not scared. You're just against it. Learn your facts. Yeah, folks, they're totally different. When you say gay slurs, that's not homophobic. You just hate gay people. Hating gay people is not homophobic because you're not scared of them. You hate them for good reasons, like because it's your business where they put their dicks, right? And Cody Johnson says, after years of you're so... After years of you're just offended that someone has a different opinion than you and conservatives selling their bigoted, feeling-based facts and logics grift, it's wholly unsurprising that people think I'm not homophobic, I'm just anti-gay is a reasonable thing to say. And true fucking story here, man. Can't believe somebody actually thinks that's a good argument. I'm not homophobic, I'm anti-gay. It's totally fucking different. No, dude. Those words basically mean the same thing. You're just picking, nitpicking. And people are going fucking crazy over this Carlos Maza thing. This core argument here isn't just bad. It's shockingly bad. Let's discuss why. Carlos Maza, reign of terror. Oh, my God. The guy who was being picked on because he was gay by this conservative pundit with three million fucking subscribers is going through a reign of terror right now. He's a terrorist. He's insane. Hope none of you get in this guy's way. This guy who is the victim here, who has been relentlessly bullied, he is actually the one who is wrong, right? The ploy begins by characterizing the shirt crowder cells as particularly pointed. The item is linked to, but not mentioned in the piece itself. This cannot become a conversation about homophobia, and we'll see why that is. So anyway, I'm going to skip all this, and we'll kind of show you some other uh, messages, exactly what we're talking about. So first off, they start doing some character assassination on this... Uh, Carlos guy, because he dared, he dared go up against Crowder. He dared release a video to show that he was being fucking picked on by Steven Crowder and his fucking gang of conservative dipshits who don't like this guy, mostly because he's gay. Um, so I guess he made a tweet a while back that says, lots of guys with weirdly shaped dicks on Twitter today. P.S. I like your Jew face. And so the conservatives are spreading this everywhere. <gasps> He's anti-Semitic. Look at that. What does I like your Jew face mean? Obviously, you hate Jews. See? See, we've proven this guy's a piece of shit. He talks about being gay bashed, but he actually goes out and he bashes Jews, this evil asshole. Well, it turns out he said this to one of his friends. I am the person this out-of-context tweet was sent to. Carlos was defending me here. Someone had attacked me by calling me Jew face, and he was trying to make me feel better. Carlos is a great friend, former colleague, and I support him. 10,000%. Don't use me in this fight, please. And so this is how dishonest they are about this whole thing. He's literally trying to make his friend feel better about being called Jewface because somebody called her that. And then, oh my God, he's anti-Semitic. So anything they can do to slander this guy, to put him down, because, you know, that's the way this works. None of this is about honesty. None of this is about integrity. This is about tribalism. And they want to defend their boy. They want to defend Crowder at any fucking cost. They don't have to lie about the person who is uh, calling Crowder out. And this just shows you, um, this is the first version of Crowder's shirt that he sold. Socialism is for Gaysler. I mean, this is obvious. It's a Gaysler. Obvious what it means. Obviously, he's doing like the, the limp wrist, which is also, you know, a gay stereotype. 
The entire thing is clearly meant to mock homosexuals and homosexuality. Anybody that says otherwise is disingenuous and just stupid. I mean, there's no reason to listen to anybody that says otherwise. Um, but a lot of people are. A lot of people are going out there saying, oh, my God, the shirt says figs. The shirt says figs because he changed it to a fig tree, you know, just to make it a little bit different so, so we can get called out for it as much. But, I mean, it, it's not fooling anybody. Everybody knows what the fuck this is about. Everybody knows this is meant to be a gay slur to make fun of gay people. Like I said, anybody that says otherwise is just a lie. They're just liars, right? The fact that reactionaries and conservatives are genuinely arguing that this shirt has nothing to do with gay people is a testament of how stupid they are. They know, though. They know that this is about gay people. They are just literally just lying. They don't give a fuck about what the truth is. They pick their side, and they can, they can do to demonize their side. That's what they're going to do. And Tim Blake is calling it out. Tim Blake dead on about this. He says, if you think that Crowder shirt socialism is for is for figs, you are a hopeless person. The point of the joke is to be able to use a slur, then explain it away as figs. That is literally what the joke says. No duh. It's exactly why they're doing. They're like, oh, 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 it's not a gay slur. It says figs. It says figs. You guys get so upset about everything when it clearly says figs. It's not meant to be a gay slur. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody fucking believes that. Like, seriously. That's so insulting to our intelligence. Like, don't fucking insult my, you can insult me, you can insult my mama, you can say whatever the fuck you want to about my girlfriend or my dead daddy, but don't you fucking insult my goddamn intelligence. That's where I draw the line, and that's fucking so insulting trying to pass that off as a fucking joke about fig trees. What a load of bullshit. Cody Johnson is back with it. Can't help but notice that every person defending Crowder is framing it as just someone you disagree with, and they have no comment or mention of the actual homophobic slurs and harassment. Hmm, wonder why. Yeah, no doubt. We know why. This is Ted Cruz. This is ridiculous. YouTube is not the star chamber. Stop playing God and silencing those voices you disagree with. This will not end well. Look, YouTube is a private company that has no obligation what the fuck soever to platform anybody they don't want to be associated with. They don't. Sorry. And if Steven Crowder is going to go around and he's going to harass somebody for being gay and his fucking chuds, thousands and thousands of chuds who follow him go out and harass that person because they're following Steven Crowder's example. And Steven Crowder knows this is going to happen. He absolutely knows it's going to happen. Nobody has any obligation to platform him. Sorry, they don't. They don't have any obligation to platform me either. Now, I don't go out and specifically call, you know, marginalized uh, minorities, vulnerable groups, gay slurs or racial slurs or spread misinformation about immigrants like Paul Joseph Watson does in order to demonize them and make people hate on them, which leads to violence. I don't do shit like that. So I don't think I deserve to be removed from their platform, but they absolutely have a right to remove me from the platform if they want to. Um, and I won't like, I wouldn't argue that point. I'd probably, I might probably fight it. I would try to find somebody if I got banned to uh, go to bat for me for YouTube and say, Hey, I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing that deserves me getting banned from YouTube in my opinion. But they absolutely do have the right to do it. Um, sorry. And Chrissyosity had a good take on it. She says, The idea that Crowder's constant hate and denigration of LGBTQ people is not a breach of TOS is one of the most sickening arguments out there. It makes me wonder what these people would need you to do to break TOS in their minds. Burn gays in effigy while screaming for gay blood? Probably, probably that wouldn't even do it. They would still defend that. Freedom of speech. We have the freedom to fucking burn gays and effigy. What is wrong with you? He mocks us, degrades us, spreads hate and fears and lies about us. He denied the AIDS epidemic of all fucking things. He absolutely did. 
He said the AIDS epidemic was made up just to have people feel sorry for gays, and it wasn't actually an epidemic because it only killed gay people. And go back and watch my video on it. He literally pulled out charts, and he lied about what the chart said in order to back up his narrative. He literally demonized gay gays by saying AIDS was made up pretty much by gays to make society feel sorry for them. And he used false information to do so. So that alone, even if it wasn't for the gay slurs thing, that alone is pretty fucking shitty, and I would understand why YouTube would want to be associated with somebody like that. With homophobia, because of course he has. Talked about gay marriage, stripping churches of their rights, and that's nothing to do with what he has to say about trans. Yeah, he's very transphobic. The dude is just a giant fucking piece of shit, and I don't get why people are keep supporting him and backing him up. Seems like Joe Rogan is kind of on his side too, which was kind of sad to see. And Jack Saint. What's up, Jack says? Uh, this is making fun of Boogie. This is centrism at its finest. This is why no one respects centrists, because they're so goddamn scared to take any fucking position about anything. They fucking ride that fence to the end of the goddamn earth because they, they have no balls. They have no morals. I guess I shouldn't say balls because that seems transphobic or misogynistic or whatever, but they don't have any courage. They don't have enough courage to stand up and take a side against anything that is controversial. They want everybody to fucking love them. And when they take shit for saying an opinion that a few people don't like, they fold like origami. And that's Boogie. Boogie is the fucking weakest dude on the goddamn internet. Centerism at its finest. Boogie. My final word on the topic. Fuck Steven Crowder. Fuck Vox Media. I don't care that much about their personal pissing context contest i care about youtube as a platform and the thousands of innocent creators this impacts no apologies no regrets and so everybody's like well what are you talking about which one of these do you side with if i had to pick a side in this pissing contest i think it's pretty obvious which side i would pick which one say it which side you fucking centrist too goddamn scared to pick a fucking side obviously he's talking about steven crowder he's gonna pick steven crowder's side no doubt about it because he's a right-wing chud even though he pretends to be a centrist he's still kowtows to right-wing chuds and that make up a huge percentage of the audience so the difference between him and them is minimal in my opinion and here's another one from tim blake what's up tim he says how many times is this going to work and this is uh sean once again you guys know sean jen he did this before to bring attention to youtube against steven crowder and his uh, homophobic attack of carlos but he's doing it again and it's working again hey team youtube sorry to bother you I'm currently trying to pay money to YouTube for a service, but I'm getting a confusing error message. And, of course, YouTube bites again. This is the only way to get their attention. And they're like, we'd like to know more. What devices are you using? Please share a screenshot for us to take a look. Keep us posted. And Sean's like, thanks. It's fixed now. However, I have a new issue. In your response to Carlos Maza, you said that though the homophobic abuse directed at him did not violate your policies, it was clearly hurtful. This contradicts your cyberbullying policy against hurtful content. So my question is, are we allowed to use YouTube to hurt people or not? Please clarify. Good question. Let's see what... I guess I can't zoom in on this, but that's a very good question. Are we allowed? Uh, the answer is yes. Yes, I guess we are allowed. If Crowder is allowed to do that, to use content to hurt people, I guess, you know. Open season on everybody. YouTube is not going to enforce their rules anymore. <laughs> but that's not true, is it? No, it definitely is not because my videos continuously get age-restricted. Like, I've been what I call a soft demonetization. They didn't, like, outright demonetize my channel, but it's automatically demonetized by default. Like, if you go click the monetize button, it says automatically, nope, this video is not suitable for most advertisers, so go fuck yourself. Every video I have says that. So, 
people bitching about Steven Crowder being demonetized. I've been demonetized for three fucking years. Steven Crowder didn't speak out for me. None of these people spoke out for me. Joe Rogan didn't speak out for me. None of you motherfuckers spoke out for me. What the fuck? I guess that because I don't have three million people and I'm not shouting gay slurs at somebody. I guess if I was more of a big dickhead, I could get more attention for this kind of shit. And Steven Crowder's like, to all the independent YouTube creators hit by the Vox apocalypse, I don't care about your politics or anything else. We are in this together. He's so hard. He's so hard trying to play this fucking victim mentality. It's Vox apocalypse against everybody. They're blaming being Vox because uh, this Carlos guy, on his own, he didn't do it with the help of Vox at all. On his own, he went out and he pointed out how Crowder has been harassing him with gay slurs for two years. And for some reason, YouTube, instead of fixing the problem with Crowder, they decided to go and attack white supremacist content, white nationalist content. And apparently what has happened is because they decided to go out and attack white nationalist content, they wrote an algorithm that goes ahead and goes out and removes videos automatically. And a lot of the videos they're removing apparently are people who are trying to debunk white nationalism or people who have history channels about Nazism. So everybody's freaking out about that and blaming Vox and Carlos for doing this when he literally had nothing to fucking do with any of it. This is YouTube's bullshit. Now, apparently they are going back and the videos that were removed uh, wrongly, they're going back through and doing a manual review. So most of the videos, or at least a large percentage of them that got removed wrongly, are getting put back by YouTube. Because, you know, they wrote this algorithm just to remove them and they don't have the human power to go through and look at everything. So when people say, hey, you removed this wrongly, they're actually going back and doing spot checks and making sure they didn't get it wrong, which is to be understood. But at the same time, none of this has anything to do with fucking Carlos or Vox, and they're just trying to play the victim and make Vox look like they're bad guys, like they're behind this whole fucking thing, and it's just ridiculous. This whole victim playing is obvious for any fucking body who's paying attention. Crowder doing exactly what he accuses everybody else doing, just being a giant fucking snowflake. And I guess we'll shit on Joe Rogan in just a second, but let me stop and read the Super Chats real quick. Super Chats! More Super Chats already, please. Uh, The Super King... Wagwan, Dusty. Good to see you back on live. I don't know what Wagwan means, but Wagwan, back to you, the Supreme King. Appreciate that. Can you start wearing funny hats again? When did I wear funny hats? I don't recall ever wearing funny hats. I usually wear this hat. I've had this hat for over 10 years. This is like a famous hat now. It's been seen millions of times. My videos have been seen like 51 million times. So this hat's probably been seen 50 million times. Love this dirty-ass motherfucker. D-Dog, uh... Yep, already covered that. The Supreme King said, Recent, my former pastor debated on Facebook. He ended running from the conversation. I can't believe I used to take life advice from a flat earther. Your content helped my, I guess, helped me leave the Christian cult. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Supreme King. Don't give me the credit. You did it. All you have to do is question. What you question, it's all you. But it takes courage to question. So once you get up the courage and do that, then you deserve all the credit for leaving your cult. I'm glad I can help you in any way I can. Thank you very much. D-Dog 2015, $10. One million pounds that Crowder has an arsenal of gay porn on his computer with every perversion filed anyway, or with every perversion filed away. It is a lot more intimate than straight porn in fairness. Yes, it is. Like I've said before, gay porn is very, very intimate. A lot of kissing and making out and I don't know. It's pretty cool, though. I don't have no problems with no gay porn. It's all right. WX $1. Thank you, WX. Appreciate that. Ratbag. What's up, Ratbag? Ratbag, my biggest supporter on the show. Love me some Ratbag. $49.99 from Ratbag. In your opinion, who in the Democratic field of candidates has a real shot at beating Trump? Well, Bernie. Obviously, Bernie has the best chance of beating Trump. And I think Biden could probably beat Trump, too, even though I think Biden's a horrible fucking candidate. I think probably Biden will get the pick. Now, I'm not trying to push for Biden. I think we should fight to get Bernie in there as much as possible. I'm not giving up on Bernie. 
You know, I'm trying to have a stiff upper lip about it all and push for him, but at the same time, like, I'm reading the tea leaves, and I think that's what's going to happen, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so who knows? We'll see what happens. But other than that, you know, there's a few other, like, I think that Tuss, Tussie, whatever her name is, I think she's all right, and Andrew Yang growing on me and whatnot, but Bernie, Bernie all the way for me still. Thanks, Ratbag, good question. Uh, Cheo Mayhem, $10. Hey, Dusty, do you think it's possible to be anti-SJW and on the left? Um, yeah, I th- well... It just depends on what type of anti-SJW you are. Like, if you're one of these anti-SJWs and all you do is shit on the left and give the right a pass about everything, then it doesn't matter if you're on the left or not. If what your actions do help the right take and maintain power, then you might as well be on the right. There's no difference whatsoever. Just like if you say, I'm not racist, but you continuously spread racial stereotypes and racial slurs and you continuously draw an audience of white nationalists in who support you, then what's the difference? What's the difference between whether you're racist or not? You're helping racism to spread, so that's on you. So, yeah, I think it's possible for some people to be anti-SJW, but it depends on exactly what they're doing and how they're, you know, spreading their beliefs. So, depends on the situation. D-Dog, 2015, $5. We in Ireland had your president give us support for our border crisis and border wall. We're trying to keep the border open. Yeah, sorry about that. I guess he is my president, but I think he was elected... Uh, Illegally, so hopefully they'll get his ass out of there, but I apologize for anything he's done. And Mexican Zoyborg, $1. Thank you, Mexican Zoyborg. Appreciate that. More Super Chats, please. Stump the band. Ask me something hard. Ask me something I don't know the answer to. Kick my ass. Super Chats. Next up, we're going to talk about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, he had... um, It wasn't Kyle Kalinske. It's uh, David Pakman. For some reason, I get Kyle Kalinske and David Pakman mixed up. They basically do very similar shows. But anyway, um, he kind of taken up, he's kind of bringing out this thing when David Pakman says he had a shirt that said socialism is for gay slur. Um, Joe Rogan's like, it says figs, blink, blink, but it says figs. The fact that Joe Rogan brought that up, though, to try to defend it in that way is it's corny. We know it says figs, but we know what he meant, and that's absolutely no justification whatsoever for it. And Joe Rogan trying to defend it is kind of silly to me, but let's listen. Steven Crowder also wearing a shirt that said fags with the A with an asterisk. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It said socialism is for figs. Okay. While he's calling a gay guy. A is a fig instead of uh, an I. As he's calling a gay guy a queer Mexican. Yes. Yes, yes. We know exactly what he's talking about. This is not, this is so childish. Like, what level are you on when you have to point that it says figs, it actually says figs. Yeah, we know. But it's absolutely meant to be a gay slur. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. So why even bother to bring that up? Just admit it. Yeah, it's, it's a gay slur. You know, he's acting like a fucking child and trying to get away with it. Figs, <laughs> but we sit through it. Come on, Joe. Call that shit out. And uh, he goes on to say, holy shit, laugh my ass out, Joe. We're going to actually compare Sam Cedar's videos on Dave Rubin with the homophobic and racist garbage that Crowder makes on Carlos Maza. And the alt-right hate mobs he sends after him, saying, is there actually a difference? Oh, my God, Joe. Come on, dude. Seriously. People to do the same thing. And then that person gets This hurt. is such a stupid fucking argument from Joe Rogan. Holy shit. Is that different, in your opinion, yes. than someone singling something out for what you believe is their mental incompetency? Well, the mental incompetency, do you mean that they're ignorant Mocking or that they're, that they're mentally Mo- ill or no, cognitively limited? M- cognitively limited. Mocking their ability to think, well, mocking their intelligence, mocking their decisions, mocking their, the way they talk, and then, 
encouraging other people to do the same thing. And then that person gets harassed based on their intelligence, based on their performance on particular YouTube videos and conversations. And there's active harassers. There's people that do that. Is there a difference between, say, what Sam Cedar does to Dave Rubin? <laughs> what does Sam do to Dave Rubin? He has. I don't know that I've seen that video. Dozens of videos. Don't say that video. He has dozens of videos where he's just dunking on Dave Rubin. So, I, I mean, I, I have some as well. I believe that they are substantive. That's my, my view is that my videos about Dave Rubin are substantive. Mm -hmm. I, really, I don't really watch any left-wing stuff because I want to try to isolate myself enough to make sure that what I'm saying are my ideas unique, yeah. and that I'm not taking them. So I don't, Sam's a friend of Sounds mine. Sounds like a comic. And I, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Comics do that. I don't know, but if there are some specific examples, we could comment about them. But um, I think that there, to, to your first question, there is a difference uh, between going after someone for sexual orientation Right. Then going after them for the fact that they say things that are wrong or don't know stuff until you're making fun of someone who has an actual handicap of some kind, some kind of, you know, mm. uh, limited cognitive limitation yeah, that would be a disability of some kind. Then you are mocking someone for a disability. But the resulting effect of the harassment, the, the see, this is what I was getting at before with Crowder, like. What Crowder said was one thing, but one of the things that Carlos Mesa was dis discussing was what the people that had watched Crowder, what they were doing, how they were going after him. This is such a stupid argument. Is calling somebody a gay slur the same thing as calling somebody out for having bad ideas and being really stupid? No, it's not the fucking same thing, Joe Rogan. I doubt anybody who is making fun of Crowder literally thinks he has a mental disability, like he's, you know, has Down syndrome or immense autism or something that ha creates having a learning disability. They're basically just making fun of him for being an idiot, for having for being a normal person that has idiotic ideas. And they're calling him stupid and everything, but they clearly don't think he has any kind of mental, mental degradation. So yes, it's completely fucking different in every goddamn way than picking on somebody and bullying them with gay slurs, isn't it? The fuck are you even talking about, dude? It's just so silly. How are these things even connected in any fucking way? They're not, Joe. These things are not fucking connected in any way. Everybody has absolute right to call out Crowder and his horrible bad ideas. And Sam Cedar, bringing Sam Cedar into this, mostly Sam Cedar makes fun of Crowder and, and Ruben because they pretend like they love the marketplace of ideas and they'll debate anybody and they'll have lefties on and they just want to hear important topics and shit. But the truth is they don't. They're fucking living echo chambers and they avoid and run from any confrontation from anybody who will fucking call them out. And that's what Cedar points out repeatedly. So saying this is in any way fucking the same as using gay slurs to bully somebody with. Like, what is in your head right now? But this is what, you know, this is Joe Rogan for you. Joe Rogan's like, half the shit he says is really dead on and the other half he says is just some kind of ignorant redneck bullshit. I can only assume the people he hangs out with that, that he gets this shit from, meat-headed, ignorant MMA fighters, and I'm not saying all MMA fighters are ignorant meatheads. I'm saying that Joe Rogan is probably hanging out with particular meatheaded, ignorant assholes and Facebook. getting his opinion Google. From oh, sorry. So, oops, I didn't even look to see what this is. Oh, yeah. Laugh my ass off. Joe Rogan delusionally claims that Facebook and Silicon Valley are very, very left-wing, conflating neoliberalism with the left, like his intellectual dark web and alt-right buddies do all the time, and it's immediately debunked, and it is. Just so stupid. Thinking giant corporations that are worth a trillion dollars are really fucking lefty. How stupid. I'm, I'm basing it on that they're a part of Facebook. And Facebook is pretty clearly left wing. Who's and a I part of Facebook? 
the Google. Oh, sorry, Google. They're part of Google. Facebook I'm at Google. Okay. Google is a, a very, very left-wing group, <clears throat> and it's all Silicon Valley, which is almost entirely left-wing biased. So I think we have to distinguish between the personal political biases of Silicon Valley entrepreneurs and the broader place that Google has in the sort of corporate sphere. Mm-hmm. Google is part of the group of huge multinational corporations that um, lobbies for particular tax policy to avoid paying taxes Mm -hmm. legally. That is not a particularly left-wing thing to do. Uh, Google is um, part of the large tech companies that in order to avoid serious regulation of their businesses have come up with this idea of regulating themselves, okay, which I know is a topic, uh, self-regulation that's come up before on your program in in a variety of ways. So those are not left-wing things. And if you want to make the case that as a company, it has a left-wing politic in the outward-facing world, you have to have something more than just a lot of their engineers live in Palo Alto and are hipsters who go to coffee shops. Exactly. Their fucking policies at Google are not left-wing at all. Google is a huge multinational corporation, trillion-dollar company, whose only purpose is to make money, just like every other fucking big business. And any face they put on that they are a liberal is simply a marketing ploy. This whole... Carlos Maza thing proved that, you know. I heard that they uh, demonetized Steven Crowder, but I also heard that it wasn't actually real. I heard that all they did was they said that if he takes that one particular t-shirt off his site, they will re-monetize him. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. So their whole actions with this Carlos thing proves, you know, they, they just do anything for money. Like, they weren't going to do anything to Crowder at first until they got a lot, a lot of fucking pushback from other creators, and they realized their bottom line was in jeopardy. And so they took very, very minor actions. But that's what Google always does. Google is only concerned with making money, and if looking like they're a bunch of lefties in public or they really care about gay people makes them more money, that's exactly what they do. It's not they actually fucking care, it's just about the bottom line. And uh, that's what every corporation does. These corporations are not fucking left wing. They're not. Their corporations are generally right wing. You know, they're about everything's a dollar sign. Everybody's a fucking dollar sign. Make as much money off these people as you can. Suck the fucking money out of the system as fast as you possibly can by any means necessary. That's a right wing ideology. And just saying, oh, they have some fucking programmers and some of the people that work there are left wing. Yeah, but their policies are not. These people have no effect on the policies whatsoever. They're just fucking cogs in the machine. So... Come on, Joe. Not to, not to even mention that the American left is not really leftist anyway. We're more like center-right than anything. True leftism is like communism and advanced socialism and stuff that these corporations never fucking get anywhere close to. So, Joe Rogan getting fucking schooled by David Pakman. Love to see it. School him, David. And... Wow, after defending Steven Crowder's vow homophobia, Joe Rogan repeats his completely unhinged alt-right propaganda about Antifa super soldiers, saying they're going around and murdering and raping people. He really is odious scumbag. Let's hear what he has to say. With his bad ideas. Specifically, specifically targeting an individual on the basis of sexual orientation. But he wasn't targeting him on the basis of it. He was mentioning that with his bad ideas. He was targeting his bad ideas. He's still targeting based on his... About being, being gay, right? What are you talking about? He was targeting. You lispy little queer, gay, gay, gay. You were only hired because you're gay. He literally said that. How was that not targeting him based on his sexuality? The fuck are you talking about, Joe? 
ideas in regards to Antifa. A lot of that he the... was dismissing Antifa. But if you look at Crowder's video, uh, and I I can't believe I spent so much time doing this, but I, I spent yeah. like a whole hour. I on can one hundred percent believe you watched Crowder for a long period of time, Joe. No problem believing that whatsoever. Two days ago, yeah, um, he was talking about how Carlos just dismisses Antifa as being not that big a deal and that there's bias in the media whenever there's anything negative that happens. But sure. if you look at the overall picture and then Crowder goes on to talk about all the assaults, all the murders, that there were sexual assaults, there was rapes, there was all these things that happened with Antifa. I, I don't really know what he's talking about. As far as America goes, I couldn't find any record of Antifa raping anybody or murdering anybody. Maybe they did. I have no idea. Like I couldn't find it. I did look. Uh, so... I don't know what he's talking about, but at the same time, pretending, pretending even a little bit that fucking Antifa is anywhere near as violent as the right wing is just, I know he didn't say that, but the fact is Crowder doesn't ever bring up the right wing violence. He never fucking brings that shit up. He only displays one side of it. And I'm not defending Antifa. I don't like Antifa. I think Antifa's done a lot of bad things. I've even called, I don't know if I call for this today, but in the past I've even called for Antifa to be labeled a... Uh, terrorist organization. I don't think I would call them that anymore. I kind of more understand it. But I, but I have not been a fan of Antifa in the past, and I've definitely spoken out against them and their violence. But the fact of the matter is, all this shit is totally one-sided. People like Crowder never point out the fucking right-wing violence that is constantly happening in this country. Antifa is nowhere near as fucking violent as that. And so the fact that they're cherry-picking and only pointing out one side of the issue is why we have a problem with that. And uh, I don't know. The whole... This... Joe Rogan pretending like Antifa is way, way, way more violent than they are without actually pointing out the problem of white supremacist violence is, you know, in my opinion, is self-serving. All he's doing is trying to go to bat for, for Crowder, which is exactly what you would expect him to do. Very depressing to see, but that's Joe Rogan for you. And here's Hassan, Hassan Abi, which I believe is a Sink, Sink's nephew or what? He's become really, really popular in left-wing circles. Anyway, uh, Stephen Crowder says, Gay Wonk is the LWC employee of the month. He set the record for most Mug Club memberships sold in a single week. Thank you, Gay Wonk. Use his promo code. So, yeah, Crowder's making bank. Crowder's making so much fucking money off this controversy, and he's basically bragging about it. But Hassani says, Right-wing grifter. Harass minorities or marginalized people. Spread hatred. Get right-wing donors. One of these people, harassed, stands up for himself. Play the victim as if you weren't the one being a piece of shit. Make it about free speech so everyone defends you. Openly monetize the situation. This is what they do every time. They go out specifically to try to harass and uh, demonize people so that they can make them upset. Their whole goal is to make people upset. And then when we make somebody upset, they turn around and they play the victim. Oh my God, you're trying to shut me up. Even though I'm the one that attacks you. Even though I'm the one who gay bullies you. I'm the victim here. You guys hate free speech. And they make tons of money from these right-wing shitheads. Rinse and repeat. This is exactly what Milo did. This is exactly what Carl Benjamin does. This is exactly what they fucking all do. It's the same playbook used over and fucking over again. But it's it's working. What can you say? Can't argue with success. Making a lot more money than I am, that's for sure. And uh, Carlin, Colin Moriarty is the dumbest motherfucker alive. He says, I watched some of Crowder's video about your work, and I was certainly taken aback by some of his language. But maybe you should just compete on the market with the rest of us and let your ideas do the talking. That would certainly be the most convincing way to, for you to win, which is absolutely genius. And I responded with, uh, I realize you are being relentlessly bullied, but have you ever tried debating the bullies? And that's exactly what they say. It's exactly what their argument is. Don't care that they're fucking calling you gay slurs and they're bullying you and they're harassing you with thousands of people. Just jump into the marketplace of ideas and defend your positions, but that doesn't work when people are bullying you. 
Have you ever fucking been in high school? Has debating bullies ever fucking worked for anybody ever? Hell no. What are you fucking talking about? That's just ignorant, dude. You can't debate with somebody sitting there calling you gay slurs and shit. And uh, Destiny, you guys know Destiny? Destiny doing a pretty good job. He, he got in some hot water recently for his views on, uh, I guess, socialism. Because he's not a socialist, he's a capitalist, and he's not a fan. But anyway, I won't get into that. But what I will get oh, so into you're, is you're just not interested in the hierarchy. complete destruction of Joe Rogan on this point. So I'll let him do the talking. Let me turn it up a little bit so you can make sure you can hear it. And he plays Rogan at 2x speed, so that's why it seems so fast. Go, Destiny. Do your thing. Who did immigrate here, we should recognize that I may have things to say about it, which would be valuable and worthy and important to sort of think about. That's my view sure, on identity sure. politics. Well, you're, you're just not interested in the hierarchy of uh, oppressed people. I'm not interested in the oppression. God, that's such a dumb fucking expression. The hierarchy of oppressed people. Is not a member or checking a certain box. Exactly. Nor am I. I. I strongly believe in the individual, and I think it's one of the most important parts of a, a collective group of human beings like a country. That we, we recognize that we're all different, and there's a lot of weirdness amongst us, but we're individuals. I, I like to treat people based on who they are, not what classification they fall in. Oh, now, do you think that puke. that bad version of identity politics that I mentioned is a big problem on the left or not a big problem? I'm curious. I think it's certainly a problem, but I think it's a vocal minority problem. That's what I think. I think if you just regular people that are on the left that are working jobs and having families and doing their hobbies and they just have left-wing ideas, I don't think the vast majority of them hold those positions. I think those positions are things that people use as revenue. I mean, not as revenue, but it's like they, they, they get points from it. You know, they, they get points from certain types of behavior that they support, certain types of thinking that they support. And it, it lets you, you know, you got woke social justice points. And well, then we agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, gen I asked because I genuinely didn't know. I mean, I've heard you talk about number. identity politics. It's a dangerous number, though, in terms of college campuses. When you look at like what Thank happened you in so Portland State, for yeah. Brett Weinstein, it, 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 it's very disruptive. Yes and no. I mean, I do think that off. it's disproportionately a pro I think it's a small problem, like you're saying. Dude. How is it dumb? Because cause going into like the idea that like you should look at people as individuals, blah blah blah, like in a vacuum this works. But it's like imagine if you imagine if you go into like a building. Imagine you've got a, a group of students in front of you. Okay. Imagine that you separate these students based on hair color and eye color. You give all the hair color people a thousand dollars, all the people right eye color thousand dollars, and then the other people you give like a thousand dollars in debt, right? And you do that. Now let's say that you have this. Now let's say you're going to do like a business experiment for your class. But then as soon as the experiment starts, you tell everybody, okay, listen up, guys. Forget everything. Forget whatever, who started with what. Let's just treat everybody as equals. Let's just treat everybody as individuals. Well, the people that got fucked at the start of this experiment are like, well, wait, hold on. Wait, wait what do you mean now we're going to treat each other? Like, we didn't treat everybody the same under Jim Crow. We didn't treat everybody the same under slavery. We didn't treat everybody the same under gentrification. We didn't treat everybody the same under redlining. We didn't treat everybody the same during internment. Why do we treat everybody the same now? What the fuck do you mean? We're going to ignore all of our identities. Our identities were literally used to oppress us like fucking 50 years ago. I mean, of course white people now want to say, well, hold on, let's forget about all that. That's some fucking bullshit, though. Yeah, owned, destroyed him. That's exactly right. You don't have to just forget about the history of our country, about everything that happened to marginalized groups and still happens to marginalized groups when you meet somebody and be like, oh, I suddenly don't know all that stuff, so I'm going to treat you as an individual and forget about everything I know about the historicity of our country. No, you don't have to do that, dude. Now, can you treat somebody like an individual also? Yes. You can take all the knowledge of everything you know about the history of the country, about the oppression of minorities, about how they're still treated today. And also, when you meet somebody, you can take them as an individual and you can judge for yourself how much of these outside things are affecting them and treat them accordingly. But you don't just have to turn that part of your brain off that knows everything you know about the oppression and demonization of minorities and how that affects them today. It's just such a dumb fucking mentality. Right? You just forget. You just forget about what you know about everything and just focus on that person and treat that person as an individual. It just is stupid. 
everybody is not equal. And one of the main problems is, is that other people aren't treating these people equal either. This mentality that I look at everybody as an individual almost seems to think that that's how everybody looks at everybody. And that's not how everybody looks at everybody. Everybody does look at everybody in these groups. And everybody does, not everybody, most people do look at everybody else in these little tribalistic groups. You know, they look at, oh, there's a black guy. Oh, there's a gay couple. Oh, there's a trans person. They do separate. That's how people work, you know. And they do oftentimes treat them in a certain way based on the classification that they've grouped them into. There is no reason to forget that in your mind, to, to say, oh, well, you know, a huge percentage of the population are treating these people differently than they treat other people that are not in this group. So I can acknowledge the fact that they're being treated this way and then use that to inform how I treat them. That's the way a logical human being works. Not, I'm going to turn my brain and forget I know everything I know and just ask you questions about your life and treat you exactly like, you know, I think you should be treated based on your individual experience. No, that's just, it's dumb. You don't have to forget what you know. So anyway, way to uh, own Joe Rogan on that point, Destiny. Good looking out. And uh, here's one from Gripper Stebbin. Uh, Count Docula. We're going to shit on Count Docula a little bit. So cringe, Count Docula. So I'll just show this. He's making fun of Carlos, too. Count Docula jumping in. All the right-wing chuds are jumping in the fray to shit on Carlos. Laughing my ass off. This just proves he isn't interested in discussing or in discussion, or resolving anything. He just wants to continue with his childish and shitty censorous behavior. Um, Count Docula literally blocked me on Twitter in the middle of losing a very public debate about white supremacy. I'm starting to think he might be a giant fucking hypocrite. And he is a giant fucking hypocrite. Remember, remember Count Docula? When I was fucking wasting you on Twitter, when I was owning you in every fucking way a person could be owned when I was basically making you my girlfriend. Remember that? And then you blocked me and you ran away huh, laughing my ass off. That just proves that you aren't interested in discussion or resolving anything. You know, you just want to continue with your childish and shitty censorous behavior. Isn't that right? Count Donkley, you fucking hypocrite, dude. Shit. Seriously, dude, what's wrong with you? And somebody else posted too, that shows that he blocks fucking everybody. He blocks anybody who says anything mildly disagreeing with him. Somebody posted a whole bunch of these down here somewhere. I don't know where it was, but... Oh, yeah, he blocked me for asking how he spent 200,000 pounds he got for his appeal against a $800 fine that got dismissed. Here he is, Count Daka. This whole thing was a grift from Jump Street. The entire thing was a fucking grift. He made 200,000 pounds, supposedly, for his lawyer fees, and then he promised afterwards he would take all the remaining money and give it to charity, and he would be transparent about this whole thing. Has it been transparent about fuck? He pocketed all that goddamn money. Absolutely, his lawyer fees did not cost him 200,000 pounds for an $800 fine. Ridiculous. He pocketed that shit. And so he blocks anybody that asks him about that, about his grift. You guys should get to keep asking him about that. He lied about it. He lied about what he was going to do. This guy is just a fucking shithead who's in it for the money. 100% right-wing dick bag. And this one's from Indiana Jones is Antifa. Oh, oh yeah, this is more of me. Oh, that's what I was going to show next. He blocked this guy for... He blocked that guy, too. Blocked this guy. He blocked all kinds of fucking people. That's what Donkley does. Anybody that says anything mildly against him. Block! So much for the marketplace of ideas for these people. They're so dishonest. And this guy, this is Jordan Peterson impersonation. And I think it's pretty good. A little bit, maybe a little bit high-pitched for me. But the content of what he's saying is pretty spot on. So I thought this was pretty funny and thought I'd give him a little shout-out and play it for you. So here you go. Nobody, Jordan Peterson says, Go. You know, 
Life is hard, man. Life is suffering. Life is a disease. Life is terminal cancer. Life is like permanently drowning in boiling water and burning alive at the same time, man. Okay, let, let, let's think about it this way. Life is worse than the Big Bang Theory. Okay, no, you know what? It's not quite that bad. Okay, so it's pretty clear that life is suffering. And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, what do you do about that? Well, the postmodern neo-Marxists will have you believe that life is suffering because you are the victim of an oppressive patriarchy. Wrong! It's like, no, that's wrong, man! Okay, so, so let's think about it this way. Let's just say you're just some average pedestrian on a busy highway, and life is like a, a car. You know what? No, it's, it's worse than that. It's more like a, a truck. A truck full of AIDS, and every day this AIDS truck is just ramming into you constantly. Every single day, it's just sheer carnage from the AIDS truck. Oh, come on, you can do it. Okay, so then you might ask yourself, how do I contend with the despair and malevolence of the AIDS truck without becoming bitter and resentful? And then you think, well, maybe if I adopt some responsibility, it will make the constant ramming of the AIDS truck slightly less unbearable. And you know, that's the story of the archetypal hero. He who can face the chaos of their own AIDS truck and bloody well make something of themselves. Now that, now that, Neil Kultakar, I don't know how you pronounce your name, but pretty spot on. I know me, I'm going to go out there and face my AIDS truck every day. You're not going to get me down AIDS truck, I'll get you down. Then I'll fuck you in the ass and then I'll get AIDS from the AIDS truck. Ha ha ha, I win. And uh, Essence of Thought put out another video about rationality rules where he basically debunks rationality rules, new video. Um, I think rationality rules had a lot of bad science again in his new video with where uh, Essence of Tweet corrected. I think there might be a few small errors in Essence of Tweet's video, but for the most part, he destroys rationality rules again by pointing out how silly the arguments he's making is. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm happy to see another non-binary person uh tackle this instead of me kind of speaking for them. So I, I highly recommend if you guys want more information, if you guys want to hear about the other side of this debate, Rationality Rules videos get seen 200,000 times. So it's kind of one-sided, but the people that are actually speaking out and showing why he's wrong only get seen like 20,000 times the most. So it's very, very, very fucking one-sided. So Rationality Rules video, if you want to see more about it, go look at Essence of Tweets video. Just type in Essence, not Essence of Tweet, Essence of Thought. Uh, they go by Essence of Tweet on, uh, on Twitter. But be sure to just type in Rationality Rules Screws Up the Science on Trans Athletes, uh, Essence of Thoughts, and watch that video if you want more information about it. Highly recommended. Good job, Essence of Thought. And this is Christopher. Christopher on Twitter. You know who uses the metric system? North Korea. You know who else uses the metric system? ISIS. I mean, join the dots, people. And this is hilarious. This is uh, Tucker Carlson coming out here against the metric system. We're Americans, goddammit. We're the only ones brave enough to fight against the metric system. The metric system's trying to oppress us all, but we ain't gonna let you. Freedom! The metric system, meanwhile, is the product of the French Revolution. It was imposed at the business end of the guillotine. Dumb. So why are our leaders... I love that pause there where, Carl, where Tucker Cross is just trying to drink that bullshit in. Like, what? And he always gets that face. It looks like he's constipated. So why are our leaders so anxious that we join the rest of the world 
in using, you know, Robespierre's favorite standard of measurement. I don't understand. Uh, because it's better than the system we have right now. The system we have now doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, literally, the only reason I know there are 16 ounces in a pound is because I buy weed. 16 ounces in a... Why is it 16? That's crazy. Should it be 10 or 100? That doesn't even make any fucking sense, man. None of this makes any sense. Metric system is just so much easier to understand. It makes so much sense, man. I was fucking doing some science the other day, and it said, uh, put 12 milliliters. And I was like, I don't have milliliters. I only have cc's. How many cc's in a milliliter? And it turns out there is one cc per one milliliter. They're exactly the fucking same thing. It was so easy. It was so easy. Why the fuck are we still in this outdated goddamn system? Why can't we catch up with the rest of the world? Is this what you call American exceptionalism, where we have a worse system just to prove that we're better and different than somebody else for some reason it just it's stupid it's stupid tucker totally stupid i think you give a lot of us heart to keep fighting against the the, the global tyranny of the metric system oh my god and bless you for that really? well thank you you know our system is quaint oh but it's ours oh it connects god. us to our ancestors through oh cups man. through teaspoons and tablespoons i can still cook the recipes of my oh grandparents my and it's that exactly. connection to the past that the French Revolution and the revolutionaries have always tried to destroy. Yeah, I'll accept the kilometer when we accept the euro. Never. You're so ignorant. Why don't you go out and fucking cook food on an open fire? Like the caveman used to do. Doesn't that attach you to your caveman? Doesn't that attach you to your heritage and how they used to do things in the past? Why modernize anything? Let's not be a modern society whatsoever. Let's just stick with bullshit from the past just because that's the way we've always done it. It connects us with our past, doesn't it? Oh, man. Isn't America great? No. You guys are dumb as shit with your little goofy-ass bow tie. The tyranny of the metric system. Seriously, you guys need some near-death experiences to get your life in order, get your priorities straight. And now here's Laney, man. My dogs would be exactly fucking like this. Apparently, they have this bowl that they created. Uh, Yeah. This bowl that makes dogs eat slower. And uh, hell no. Nah. Any dog with a salt gonna figure this shit out. I ain't gonna eat on a bowl that makes me go slower. Just dump that shit out and eat it off the floor, motherfucker. Lupo! That dog has outsmarted you. You are now less intelligent than a dog. Congratulations. Poor thing. Don't make a dog eat slow. That's torture. They just want to shove the whole fucking dang down their throat as quickly as humanly possible. Like, my dogs eat so fast they choke and it gets in their lungs and shit, so they end up coughing for like 30 minutes because they got fucking dog food on their lungs. You dumbasses, chew that shit! They're afraid somebody's going to take it from them, though. They don't eat it immediately. Somebody's going to take my food. And um, Jordan Bill says, Between this and the terrifying sorority video, I've been getting a lot of great inspiration recently, and this is fucking horrific, man. This is the first daughter and her husband. If this is not something from a goddamn horror movie. These people are so fucking creepy, man. She's like a separate wife. He's like a guy who's going to take a black person's brain and put a white person into his body or some shit. I don't know. These guys are weird as fuck. Can't wait to see Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peele's movie on it. You go, Jordan Peele. And this is something I showed the other day. Uh, I showed it in my thumbnail for my video about Kenneth Copeland, but somebody did this. They turned him into the Joker based on the disastrous interview he did with that... Uh, reporter that basically ran up and ambushed him where he came off as totally fucking evil and he absolutely came off like a goddamn supervillain, just like the fucking joker man just evil as a human being could possibly fucking be you just know any second he's gonna blow up a bus full of nuns or something how do people give this asshole money so depressing and so uh lindsey shepherd you guys remember her i, I did a video about her uh I, I clipped it out 
recently and uploaded it. And it's a video about how she went on J.F. Garipay's white nationalist talk show to stoke white genocide fears because she's a fucking piece of shit. So anyway, um, I guess that she was on, let's see which one of these it is. I guess it's this one. I guess she went to uh, talk to Canadian Parliament or something, where the fuck you guys call it over there, about white supremacy or something, or I don't exactly know what she was talking to them about, or white genocide or something. I don't know. The worst person in the world to pick for this, she went to talk to them, despite all the bullshit she's done, the fact, despite the fact that she's been on white supremacy shows and spreading white supremacy propaganda. And they kind of grilled her on a little bit, and it was beautiful. And so let's watch these politicians grill her on her past ties to white supremacy and how, look, she doesn't want to answer them. She just wants to avoid the question completely because she knows it makes her look like a piece of shit. So let's go. I want to talk for a minute about a recent YouTube interview that you did with Mr. Gary Pay. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm in, pronouncing that incorrectly. It's I'm not with him. But the topic of population replacement came on. And I know you talked a bit in your presentation about whites becoming a minority. Now, this YouTube channel hosts, uh, hosts white supremacists quite often, neo-Nazis uh, like Richard Spencer, former KKK Grand Wizard, David Duke has appeared on that program, and you appeared on it recently talking about population replacement. After you finished that statement, Mr. Gary Pay then uh, started talking about white genocide and how that when whites are in the minority, like in South Africa and in Haiti, the white genocide occurs. And you, you, you said nothing in rebuttal to that. I mean, don't you think that free speech comes with a responsibility, especially when you're confronted with inflammatory and insightful rhetoric? Um, I don't think I'm here to defend my personal track record. In <laughs> fact, at a previous hearing, um, Nassim Mithuani, one of the witnesses, was asked about her personal activities, and it deemed that that wasn't appropriate. So, so I, you're I'm not going to answer the question? My, my personal activity. Well, it's exactly relevant, though, to what you're talking about. So, yes, you should answer the question. The fact that you're dodging it just proves you know you're wrong, you know it makes you look bad, and you won't answer it because you know that. Because what we're here to talk about today is online hate. This was a uh, video interview that was online on a YouTube channel known for espousing white supremacist, white nationalist views that you appeared on just last month. So are you not willing to comment on whether or not you believe that that interview constituted online hate in a, in a, in a study on it online hatred? It did not constitute online hate. Yes, it, it did. Yes. And the yes. last thing I will say, because uh, it's you not just... You fucking spread white genocide conspiracy theory, white supremacist conspiracy theories on a white nationalist show. What the fuck are you talking about? Obviously, that's the spreading of hate. God damn it, what the fuck? You people never own up to your goddamn responsibilities, and it's frustrating. Uh, uh, the end of Ramadan this week, uh, but it's also this Thursday, the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And Ms. Shepard, when you go on uh, YouTube and, and you, you embrace the views of population replacement with a white nationalist, just remember who the Nazis are. Thanks very much. Yeah, just remember, bitch. I you sit down for dinner with 10 Nazis or YouTube. 12 Nazis or 11 Nazis, there are 12 Nazis at the table. Let me try that again. When you sit down at the dinner table with 11 Nazis, there are 12 Nazis at the table. It's a fucking truth, bitch. Pretend like you don't have any fucking responsibility for going to white nationalist shows and spreading white supremacy propaganda. It's just, we see right through you, though. You know, you can't pretend anymore that you're this left-wing person who just likes ideas. Just, we don't fall for it anymore. It's ridiculous. And this guy, oh my God, these people are such snowflakes. It's hard to fucking believe these people can spout this bullshit without any self-awareness whatsoever. Uh, this is logic one guy. 
Dave Rubin is being attacked by the most vitriolic and dangerous people on earth. God. It's akin to just watching your neighbors be slaughtered because they haven't come to your house yet. Yes, people criticizing Dave Rubin for being a lying hack are the exact same thing as people coming to your neighbor's house and murdering them and you not doing anything about it. 100% exactly the fucking same, but we're not snowflakes. Nope. You guys don't know who Dave is, which you have to know. If you don't, you need to go and support him and be part of what he's doing because he's under the gun now. Oh, God. Understand this. He's being attacked by some of the most vitriolic and dangerous people on earth. And if you guys do not support him now, then you're part of the problem. It's, it's, the, it's akin to you guys sitting on the side and watching your neighbors be slaughtered because they haven't come to your house yet. God, so fucking cringe. People get mad at me for saying the word cringe all the time, but how can you not when things are this goddamn cringe? No, they're not. They're fucking make fun of Dave Rubin because he continuously says he'll take on all oncomers and he just wants high ideas on his show, and then he dodges anybody who fucking might challenge him. That's why everybody makes fun of him. What the fuck? It's not like going to somebody's house and murdering them. How can anybody take you people seriously? It's like Candace Owens saying that the left is more violent than ISIS. At some point, you just, I mean, I don't take these people seriously, but you have to stop taking anybody seriously who takes these people seriously. It has to be like, you have to spread how unseriously you take these people. And Ben Shapiro pretends not to understand that using lispy queer as an insult is different than someone calling themselves a queer. It's the same argument you'll see in that, that rapper said the N-word, why can't I? Yeah, it's a, hey, he just called himself the N-word, why can't I call them that? What's the difference? This is exactly like that redneck from Mississippi who I put a video up yesterday in the parking lot and called a black woman an N-word. And then she basically called him out for calling her an N-word. And he's like, you just said it. What's the difference between you saying it and me saying it? What's the difference between you telling me that I called you an N-word and me calling you the worst racial slur in the world? There's no difference in that, is there? But yes, there's a giant fucking difference. God, well, he referred Shapiro. to Carlos Maza as a as a as a queer okay so the reason that i'm saying the word is because i'm not sure exactly what the context is for when this is appropriate like carlos maza calls himself queer but if if steven crowder says the word queer then it's obviously some sort of insult according to carlos maza so i'm not sure what the rules are because the rules change every five seconds yes you already know what the rules carlos are maza you already know it's as, the same reason that if you have a black friend that calls it the n-word you're not gonna call them the n-word right you know the fucking rules when you call somebody a slur and you do it in a negative connotation, which is what Steven Crowder did, that's inappropriate, right? When you call yourself that, then it's fine. It's very, very easy to understand this, right? I mean, what, what the fuck, dude? Are you a child? Did you just arrive on this fucking planet yesterday? Why are you making such ignorant arguments that anybody can see through? Like, how does this guy have a fan base that thinks he's intelligent? He's literally considered the cool kid's philosopher. So let me explain this to you. He says, okay, if this is the game now, let's play. This nonsense works both ways. Please explain why it doesn't harm the broader YouTube community when Samantha Bee calls Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt or when Stephen Colbert calls Trump a cock hoster for Vladimir Putin. Okay, I will very easily explain that to you. It's the same reason it's okay to pick on the prom king for being a bully, but it's not okay to pick on the most bully kid in school for being gay. You see the difference, right? It's okay to punch up, but it's not okay to punch down at people who are marginalized and who are picked on and bullied. Very, very fucking easy to understand. Like, what is wrong with you? For real, dude. And also, like, I'm pretty sure Samantha Bee's episode got removed where she called 
Ivanka Trump feckless cunt, and she was forced to apologize. She lost advertisers. She took a bunch of shit. I, I think Colbert did as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think he lost advertisers, and he had to publicly apologize for it. So they did pay a penalty for doing that. And also, it's completely fucking different in every goddamn way. Two things can be completely fucking different. You're just trying to muddy the waters. This is a false equivalence of the highest order. You are a joke, and nobody should listen to you. And another tweet from Dusty Smith. Love that dude. So, here's the bottle right here. Boom! Now, is this the bottle? That's not the bottle. It was another one. But anyway, I just looked at the label of my Fruity Diet Water, and it claims that there are zero calories per serving, which I like. I don't like calories. Fuck you, calories. Get the fuck off my body. You make me fat. And it claims that there are three servings per bottle, but then it claims that there are 10 calories per total in the bottle. Something's fucky here. The math ain't adding up. I mean, come on. If there are zero calories per serving and there are three calories in the bottle, three times zero should be zero. How did he get the fucking 10? This just ain't right. What the fuck? So I found a loophole around this whole thing. See, I don't want these 10 calories. So what I've decided to do is I've decided just to drink one serving at a time. So then I could drink the whole bottle slowly and I won't get those 10 calories. Boom! Loophole! Figured that shit out. I'm too smart for you calories. And uh, yes, I know that there is a legal loophole that allows them to say that if it's under five calories, they can just round down to zero, which makes me think what they should do is they should get a milkshake and they should break it up into a thousand servings. And then they can say, this milkshake is zero calories per serving. Genius. Fucking that would sell like gangbusters. Million dollar idea right there. Somebody can steal that from me if you want to. And here's another genius tweet from Dusty Smith. I'm just joking around with you. God, quit being such a pussy. Every bully ever. That's exactly what Steven Crowder said. That's exactly what every bully I've ever encountered said. Sometimes I've been a bully in my life. And you know what I said to people? I'm just joking around with you. God, quit being such a pussy. That's exactly what I said. This is what they always say. People getting upset with you bullying them are not being pussies, right? And hiding behind jokes is weak and pathetic about everything. Not everything is fucking jokes. Bullying is not a joke. And, you know, just stand up and be better people. It's not really that difficult. It's not that difficult not to harass people and pick on them for being gay or trans or black or any of that bullshit, right? It's not jokes, dude. It's harassment. It's bullying. We see through it. And uh, here's one from Sarah. I believe Sarah is, uh, I'm not 100% certain on this, but I believe she is the significant other of Jake from the Battle of Reloaded. And uh, this is a, uh, she says, but the right-winger said Japan was a beautiful ethnostate. Surely there wouldn't be any degenerate behavior like this in such a tra traditional place, right? And uh, this is a video, oh, this is kind of disturbing. Trigger warning! This is what it's like to be a woman in Japan. The buses are so fucking overcrowded and shit that the dudes get on there. And they just fucking molest the shit out of women and grope them and shit. It's gotten so bad they have to have special apps that try to uh, signal other people that you're being sexually assaulted or to scare assaulters off. Horrible. Let's have a look. Japan has a huge problem with sexual harassment and public transport. A recent viral video shows a passenger tackling a groper. But women are often afraid to do anything about it. In Japan, they call men who grope women in public shikan. And it's an ongoing social issue. Tokyo police want women to fight trained perverts. Using an app called DigiPolice. Victims can activate a voice that loudly shouts, stop it. Or display a screen to discreetly show other passengers that reads, there is a molester, please help. 
The app has been downloaded 240,000 times, poor women, which goes to show how big this issue is. Several remedies are in place, like female-only train cars, which are probably smart, these fucking perverted dudes, undercover police, and increased CCTV. Definitely need more of that on the trains. But nothing has stopped the chicken. They watch too many, too much porn. The long-term solution is surely educating these men. Yeah, there's a lot of porn out there where they go grope women on trains. How to behave like decent human beings. You fucking asshole. Look at that. Disgusting. So, yeah, they need some feminism over there in China, definitely. People think, oh, feminism is evil. Feminism is totally evil. But nope. Definitely still has lots of fucking useless in this country. Definitely needs to be spread around the globe. Women need to be treated more equally and have more rights. And if you disagree, I don't know, maybe you should go fuck yourself. And here's one from Sophie. Sophie. Crazy. These tweets were literally three weeks apart. We have a president, man. It's like I don't know if he has Alzheimer's or he just can't remember anything he says or he just changes his mind on a drop of a dime or he just doesn't care what he said. He just, I don't know. It's just really strange. But anyway, three weeks ago he said, under my administration, we are restoring NASA to greatness and we are going back to the moon and then Mars. I am updating my budget to include an additional $1.6 billion so that we can return to space in a big way. And then three weeks later, for all of the money we are spending on NASA, should not be talking about going to the moon. We did that 50 years ago. They should be focused on the much bigger things we are doing, including Mars, of which the moon is a part. What? Defense and science. Uh, the moon is not a part of Mars. I don't know what the fuck you're talking I mean, I, I guess I could kind of understand what he's saying. But anyway, dude just changes his mind with the wind at the drop of a hat. And it's horrible that this guy is the leader of the free world. It's very scary, in fact. And Pastor Greg Locke is, bad at, is back at it. And oh my fucking God. This Pride Month, foolishness is getting out of hand. The LGBTQ are not persecuted. It's openly celebrated. And it's all one big lie. Of course it is. This motherfucker. All right, let's listen to what you have to say, Pastor Greg Locke. I'm sure it's going to be incredibly illuminating. It's Pastor Greg Locke here. You ever wish somebody would just make a quick video and just say what everybody else is thinking about the nonsense of transgenderism? No. Well, here it is. There are only two. Yes, I said two. Not three, not ten, not a hundred. Two genders. You're a boy or a girl. That's it. I know. Okay, well, I would say there's probably three genders. I would probably say male, female, and then androgyny. But there are an infinite way to express those genders. So this guy doesn't understand the difference between genders and sex. That's the problem. He hasn't bothered to educate himself in any way, and he will never educate himself in any way. But you guys can. You guys can look up and see the difference between gender and sex is. So you don't make a fool out of yourself like this dumbass. No target can't figure that out. Figure out which bathroom you're supposed to use, okay? You're a boy or a girl. You're not in between. You're not both. You are one or the other. All this trans species. I think I'm going to be a dog. I'm a 45-year-old man. I think I'm... No one, no one says that. Like no one seriously says I'm going to be a dog. I'm be. These are just people that are on the fringes that are jokes. But real trans people actually do exist. People that don't feel comfortable in their own bodies. They don't feel like they were born in the correct body. They absolutely exist. They've done studies that show that most, like say, trans women, for example, male to female trans, have brain structures that more resemble cis women. So yes, this is a biological thing. No, it's not just in your head. No, it's not the same as, I want to be a dog today. It's just so ignorant and stupid. Guy, isn't it funny how this guy sounds so much like the Amazing Atheist? Like all these other, I'm not saying the Amazing Atheist are right-wingers, but he sounds like all these other conservative anti-SJWs too. Uh, all these popular YouTubers, they all these days sound exactly like hate preachers. 
it's weird how far we got pushed to the right, isn't it? I'm going to identify as a cat or a dog or a pig. Well, you know what? I'm going to identify as a medical doctor and say, sir, you have a massive condition. Figure out life. Figure out biology. There's only four types of people I can figure out. Figure out biology. Well, you know, there's lots of biologists who have covered this study, who researched this continuously and put out videos about this, and they all disagree with you. Hmm. Amazing how that is. The actual doctors who are experts in this think you're a fucking idiot. It's almost like you are the one who have never actually researched this and you're just talking out of your ass. But we know that can't be true because you got God on your side. Isn't that right? Nice hair, though. Figure out in all the world that even want to consider transgenderism. Number one, people with multiple personality disorder. Number two, people with personalities, multiple personality disorders have very, very, very little to do with transgenderism. You're demon possessed. No demon don't exist. So also stupid. Number three, you're a kid whose parents is feeding you this nonsense and lying to you. Yes, I want to become a girl or a boy because my parents want me to become a girl or a boy. Because, you know, that happens. There are so many parents out there who are like, hmm, I don't want my son to be a boy anymore. I'm going to make him into a girl. That really happens. Don't you know, usually parents are like not very supportive of this. Not only are they not pushing this on their children, they're literally not supporting it in any way. So that doesn't make any sense. Or number four, you're being paid by the left to just look stupid on Facebook and the rest of the world. Yes, that's exactly why I became trans, because the left paid me. I got that George Soros money. Like, I'm a proud man. I'm a proud, manly man with lots of testosterone. But George Soros was like, Dusty, if you'll start wearing makeup and get boobs, I'll give you a million dollars. And I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up. I want to look stupid on Facebook. This guy's got me pegged, don't he? Listen to me. There's no such thing as a transgender person. Oh, it is God. Oh, fucking God, dude. Okay, then why do I know so many of them? You know what there's no such thing of? God. Jesus. The supernatural bullshit in the Bible. That's what there's no such thing of. Transgender people, they're everywhere. It's ridiculous. It is wicked. Get ticked off. I don't give the flip of a wooden nickel. I'm not writing. Nobody's ticked off. We just think you're a dumbass. We just like, I roll. I roll. We're not sure. We're just, I roll because you're so stupid and uneducated. You know, you're not threatening to us. You're just a joke. A book on how to win friends and influence people. The morality of America is sick. It's base. It's low. I'm telling you right now, there are two genders. That's it. There's no two ways around that fact. You can't change that biologically. There's no way around it. There's two genders. Anything more than that, and you're smoking a pipe dream and being intentionally deceitful. Well, I want to smoke that pipe dream because that pipe's got some hey good fucking Hey, guys, Pastor Greg here. Um, yes. Gender is just a social construct, so it can literally be anything we want it to be. If we wanted there to be a million genders, there could be a million genders. That's what social constructs are. We can literally make them anything we want to. Now, according to the definition of the word, currently, the word gender is almost exclusively talking about the difference between male and female. But it could be whatever the fuck we choose. If a thousand years we added a thousand genders and we changed it and added them all to the definition, that's what social constructs are, folks. They're, they're they're mailable. We can just do whatever the fuck we want to. So, so frustrating listening to these uneducated buffoons who have never even bothered looking at the subject in any way, spout it. And that guy, that video right there got seen like 350,000 times. So the lies and the bullshit get seen an insane amount of times. But the basic truth, like this video, will get seen very, very little. But that's the world we live in. And it's depressing, as I always say. Stone Kettle says... No more self-awareness than a dog licking its own asshole in public. And holy shit, it's hard to believe they could literally be saying this in public. 
This is Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity actually just said this about Pelosi thinking Trump should be locked up. She wants a political opponent locked up in prison. That happens in banana republics beyond despicable behavior. What the fuck are you talking about? Lock her up was literally a theme of Trump's campaign. It was literally one of his catchphrases. They literally chanted it almost everywhere he went. Lock her up. Lock her up. What the fuck? How can you guys not see? How hypocritical you are. How can you guys not see how unself-aware you are? Everything you say is just goddamn projection. Just amazing. Amazing that they have such huge audiences. And Emotional Anarchist says... That's a cute picture. I like that. Oh, God. I'm just so fucking disappointed in Jacqueline Glenn, man. Like, when I first started doing this show, like... Well, I started doing this show 10 years ago. But when I started doing it, like, 6 or 7 years ago, and Jacqueline Glenn started breaking into the scene... There was nobody that was really helping out atheist content providers, so I wanted to do it. I wanted to uh, create a clothing line that could help support atheists that weren't being funded and that were having trouble finding advertisers in their videos. So Jack Glenn was one of the first people that I uh, supported, right? And I paid Jack Glenn tens of thousands of dollars over the year. In fact, I own, um, over the years... In fact, I own Jacqueline Glenn's website. I own JacquelineGlenn.com. Still, to this day, I own her website. And maybe I just let it go. Maybe I just, like, give it back to her or something because I don't even fucking want it anymore. Like, what she's become and what she's doing is just embarrassing, man. Jacqueline, dude. For one, this is really the kind of content you guys are still fucking making. 2019 current year. A thousand genders drinking game. (laughs) Like, you guys are so fucking out of ideas at this point. Jacqueline, why are you being a part of this? All this is doing is trying to add to the atmosphere of hate towards trans people. That's all it's fucking doing at the time right now where we should be wrapping our arms around trans people as hard as we fucking possibly can because of what they're going, what they're undergoing, not only from the government, but from the rest of society. Anybody who cared whatsoever would stop doing this shit, would stop looking for reasons to fucking make fun of trans people, to stop looking for reasons to demonize them. And jump on board with trying to embrace them. But Jacqueline, what the fuck? You're on these goddamn videos with these right-wing shitheads making videos to demonize transgender people again? Like, this is just depressing to watch, dude. Didn't you used to be, like, a, a, a liberal? I mean, if hanging out conservatives changes you this much, then you really need to reassess who you're hanging out with because it's not making you a better person. It's not making people... I mean, I don't know if it's helping your numbers or not. Maybe your numbers are growing. Maybe you're... You probably are. She's probably reeling in the right-wing fan base because the right is taking over YouTube, and she sees that. She sees that the grift on the right is where you make all the money, like I showed earlier with uh, Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer threatened suicide because she got banned from Facebook, and people gave her seventy or no eighty-eight thousand dollars. I think that's what it totally is. Eighty-eight thousand dollars, almost ninety thousand dollars for threatening to commit suicide because you got banned from Facebook. So the right is where you make all your money at, and I guess Jacqueline Glenn sees that now. And instead of doing videos anymore about anything that would help society, anything that would help her fellow man, help transgender people, help the most vulnerable classes among us, she does shit like this, you know. And her content has become so ridiculous. It's become so useless. She absolutely puts nothing out that makes society better in any way. It's always like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. And you click on it. <laughs> I didn't really just break up with him. It's clickbait. Or I'm sick of fucking Blair White. And you click on it. <laughs> I'm not really sick of Blair White. It's just clickbait. We're friends still. That's all the fucking shit she puts out. Like, Jacqueline, dude, seriously, it's horrible. The shit you're doing is horrible. It's cringe. You've gone down this right-wing rabbit hole, and it's like, 
we don't even recognize you anymore. I don't even recognize who the fuck you are anymore. Like you look at you now from when you started and it's like you're just you completely changed with the plastic surgeries and your personality, like all of it's completely fucking changed. It's like you've lost yourself along the way trying to worry about fame and money and YouTube and shit. You, you can't worry about that shit. Like, you can't look at your... Like, I never fucking look at the numbers of my videos. Hardly ever about what my video's going to do. I don't worry about it because I don't let the numbers and the subscribers dictate what I'm going to do content about. I do it about what I want to do it about. What I feel is important. I don't fucking play this YouTube game of popularity. And it's just sad. It's obviously what you're doing. And I don't know, dude. Like, I don't even want to have anything to do with you anymore, honestly. If you want your website back, you can have it back or whatever because I like I don't want to be a part of it anymore. I don't want to be a part of what you've become. Hopefully you make changes in your life, but what you are right now is sort of disgusting in my opinion. And why Ashley Lynch on my timeline is Ashley Lynch. It's kind of amazing how quickly and with such coordination they all jumped on this Captain Marvel is a villain narrative. Almost like they live in an echo chamber. All of these videos were posted in the last three days. And this is kind of interesting. These are the same people that call other people NPCs. You're a bunch of NPCs. You all just repeat the same thing over and over again. You all have the same political opinions. Well, they released a video. I guess it was an edited scene from Captain Marvel that shows Brie Larson beating up a guy who harassed her. And so all these right-wing YouTubers at exactly the same time put out all the fucking exact same video about it to jump on this bandwagon. Captain Marvel's horrible deleted scene. Brie Larson is a villain. Captain Marvel acts like a supervillain. Captain Marvel steals motorcycle scene. And just there's a whole bunch of them here. There's another page of it. Captain Marvel becomes a villain. Captain Marvel supervillain. And then another page. Captain Marvel arrives final battle. Uh... Captain Marvel is a villain. Just all of them saying exactly the fucking same thing. Talking about being NPCs. And the only reason they're doing this is because a woman spoke out in a way they thought that she shouldn't speak out. That's all this is. This is woman hate. You can say, no, it's not. Good. Yes, it is. Bullshit. Fucking a man came out and said exactly the same thing. Brie Larson said, would she have got the same response? Nope. I absolutely do not fucking believe it. I absolutely believe that this is sexism. 100% believe that. All you guys are weird. You're weird. You're all part of this fucking echo chamber and y'all just shout out the exact same bullshit one right after the other. And uh, Aaron Rupert says, why damn should think twice about going on Fox News in one 45 second clip? And yeah, if you're a Democratic candidate and you go on Fox News, you're a fucking idiot, dude. They can literally frame anything in any way they want to make you look stupid. And, and you are stupid for going on there, for going on this propaganda arm of Republicans. You're an idiot. And this is why. If the president is so innocent, he would order today the Department of Justice to lift that policy that says a president can't be indicted. And then if Mueller has a case, he would bring it. But the president's not innocent, so he's not going to do that. I've promised as president, day one, mm -hmm. I would order the, the attorney general to lift that protection so no future right. president is immunized that way. Congressman, I appreciate you coming in. Of course. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Eric. Also here exclusively tonight, President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Mr. Mayor, good to see you. You were laughing throughout parts of his answer. That, that can't be a serious candidate for president. Why? It's pathetic. Well, <laughs> it's pathetic. which part? The whole, the whole thing. First of all, he's obviously going through a serious identity crisis, so I excuse he him. He tweeted about how he feels guilty that he's a white male. Well, he's even more confused about the case. So, yeah, don't go on Fox News, you fucking idiots. They're going to make you look bad. There's no winning there. Unless you do it like Bernie Sanders did, where he went on a town hall and he didn't let like Fox frame things against him. He actually took it directly to the people. That's the way to do it. But just going on shows like that, you're just opening yourself up to be made fun of by people like Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, which is the last person who should be fucking making fun of anybody. But uh, yeah, that's Fox News for you. 
You just opened yourself up to it. And Trump energy officials labeled natural gas freedom gas because, of course, they did. Energy officials within the Trump administration refer to natural gas exported by the U.S. energy companies as freedom gas and molecules of U.S. freedom in official statements. In a press release Tuesday, Undersecretary Mark Menez of the Energy Department said that an expansion of natural gas exports in Texas approved by the Energy Department would aid in spreading freedom gas throughout the world. Increasing export capacity from the Freeport LG... LNG project is critical to spread freedom gas throughout the world by giving American allies a first and affordable source of clean energy. Further, more exports of U.S. LNG to the world means more U.S. jobs and more domestic economic growth and cleaner air here at home and around the globe. How the fuck would it make cleaner air? That's just dumb, right? Hey, let's, uh, let's export some freedom solar. How about that? How about some freedom wind? How about things that don't actually make climate change worse and might lead to the destruction of all life on the planet. How about that for freedom? How about let's don't murder ourselves? That sounds like freedom to me, but anything to keep up their conservative ways, any way they can frame shit to continue doing the dirty ass pollution of the world as they've always done. Conservatives will jump all over that shit. And uh, here's one about Michael Shermer. Oh God, Michael Shermer. He's the fucking worst. Probably the most pretentious person I've ever seen in my entire life. I just know, I just know this guy spends a huge amount of time in the morning under the covers, smelling his own farts. He likes to just like hot box himself under the covers and just, uh, just sniff all those farts in because his own farts are so amazing. That's exactly the type of motherfucker this is. This guy is literally the publisher of Skeptic Magazine. Just to show you how horrible the name of skepticism is now, how much it's been slandered by these motherfuckers. So anyway, he went on a podcast with Stefan Molyneux, Mjolnuts, and people are calling him out on it. And so this is his response. Um, actually, let's, let's show. This is what he said when he went on the show. He basically gave a shout out to Stefan Molyneux. While skepticism is important, my dialogue with Stefan Molyneux, one of the most articulate podcasters for reason. Yes, everybody. Stefan is one of the most important and articulate podcasters for reason. A very serious person that you should all check out. So then people are shitting on him about it. And he's like, when my publicist booked me on this show, I never heard of him. And And I did zero prep for the interview. He was perfectly cordial to me and came across totally reasonable. I knew nothing about his opinions on race and IQ, white supremacy, disc disconnecting from appearance, etc. Mm-hmm. So, hi, I'm the world's greatest skeptic. I also based... Z- I also, based on zero research, called a white nationalist the most articulate podcaster for reason. Please subscribe to my... Re- <laughs> Please subscribe to my magazine, Skeptic Magazine, because I'm such a huge skeptic. And I actually responded to him. So, you knew almost nothing about him, but you knew he was one of the most important podcasters for reason? Also, you don't bother to Google people you publicly endorse? How do you think this makes you look better and not worse? Seriously, dude, you're the public, you're fucking publisher of Skeptic. You're the fucking publisher of Skeptic Magazine. You don't Google shit before you publicly endorse it? You don't do the most basic amount of research? Well, of course you don't. This is what skepticism is all about these days. It's not about fucking actually doing research. It's not about calling out bad ideas anymore. It's about running with this narrative against anti-SJWs, against liberals, anything to own the fucking liberals. That's exactly what it's about. And so you will jump on the fucking party line and signal boost for goddamn anybody who does that, right? 
That's exactly what you did here. That's what you always do. This is why you hold Jordan Peterson's water. This is why you're always taking up for Dave Rubin and shit like that. Because you guys have formed a clique and you guys watch each other's back and you don't really give a shit that you guys are in an echo chamber. All you guys just do is talk to each other all the time about the same fucking few issues. All you guys do is shit on liberals all the time and it's transparent, right? You guys are jokes. Nobody except for your own little clique takes you seriously. No thinking people take you seriously anymore. Skeptic Magazine is a joke, just like you are. And uh, I guess I'll stop and read some Super Chats. Super Chats, almost two hours into the show. Hour and 53 minutes. Let's see what kind of Super Chats we have. What we got here? Uh, let's see. Nope, not yet, not yet. Let's see. Nope, not yet. Uh, Nope. All right, here we go. Tyson Minum, Darden Nine. What celebrities wanted to hang out with you? I can't talk about it because the celebrities that wanted to hang out with me didn't want to be associated with me in public. Let's just say one of them has a very, very famous dad. And if you try really, really hard, I bet you could imagine who it is. That's all I'm going to say. D Dog 2015. Neoliberals are right wing who are pro abortion and don't hate the gays. Um, okay, I'll buy that. Not really big on neoliberalism. Neoliberalism basically is just like laissez-faire capitalism, which I totally disagree with. I'm a capitalist, like I'm a social democrat, but I think the markets have to be heavily fucking regulated. Otherwise, they just turn everybody and everything into a dollar sign, and they wreck both our lives and our environment. Definitely can't be allowed to go unchecked. Thank you for that. Uh, Tijuana Foreplay gave me $500 Mexican. Dusty, would you rather be violent, happy, or comfortably numb? Oh, God. Uh... Violently happy. It depends on what you mean by violently happy. Does it mean I have to be violent towards other people or just that I'm just like a manically happy? Because I'd rather be fucking happy and manically happy if I have the choice. But if that means I have to be violent, I have to go hurt other people, I'd rather be comfortably numb because I couldn't be happy if I was hurting other people. So thank you for that. Good question. Mexican Zobo, $2. Hey, Dusty, is your girlfriend good in bed? Um, Yeah, she's fine in bed, but I'm terrible in bed. So it doesn't even matter how good she is because I'm so fucking boring and horrible in bed. So that's all my bad. Like, I'm just the basic missionary position, you know, 10 minutes, whatever. I don't know. Like, I don't even, it sounds bad, but I don't really care enough to be good in bed. Like, it all is going to end the same. I'm going to come. She's going to come. What the fuck is the point in doing all these weird shit? Seems like a lot of effort to me. Just get in there and get the job done and then, you know, smoke some weed and watch TV. Sorry to my girlfriend, though, for being so horrible in bed. Um, D Dog 2015, $5. Conservatives love small government. They want government small enough to fit inside your home and body. Yep, that's exactly right. They literally want the government to monitor everything you do. And then they say, oh, we're for small government. Nope, no, you're not. Abortion bans are about as big as the government could possibly get, aren't they? Regulating what somebody does with their own body, that's about as big as government as it gets. Mr. Yabba Dabba Dabba Doo, $5 Canadian says, Yo, sup, man? What's up with you, Mr. Yabba Dabba Dabba Doo? I'm doing good, having fun doing my show. My knee's starting to feel a little bit better. I think the blood has stopped, so it's all good. I'm happy. Ray Dubin, $2. Hypocrites are always, hypocrites always expose their true values. Yep, that's true. It's like what they say when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian, for anyone interested in Destiny and Ben Burgess, had a very nice debate discussion on social democracy versus socialism, in which they both did a great job, and Destiny clarified some of his thoughts on workers. That's good. I saw Destiny was taking a whole bunch of shit from a whole lot of people for his thoughts on workers. Um, I, From what I gathered, he does not have a problem with like supervisors and people in higher management being paid way, way, way more than lower workers. And I think people had a problem with him about that. 
so apparently he clarified his positions, and uh, I didn't hear his clarification. I did not hear his clarification, so I would not comment on them. But anyway, I still mostly agree with him, even if I disagree with a few things. Like I disagree with Destiny totally about vegetarianism and veganism. It's actually a debate I probably could win against him. I think not that I would want to do that because uh, he, I don't know, his his uh, fan base is pretty intense. D Dog, 2015. Uh, America was going to have metric under Reagan, but they put it as optional instead of mandatory. Where well, that was their first mistake. Should have made it mandatory. The metric system would have been way, way, way fucking better. It would have helped my life immensely, and it would have made buying weed so much easier. But oh well, we're Americans. We're still behind the time with so much shit. We don't even have universal health care yet. We're the only first world country in the entire fucking world who hasn't figured out this basic shit yet. So it's no surprise that we're not figuring out the metric system yet. Justin Descent, or Decent, or whatever. $5. Dusty, I've been a fan of yours for years. I'm old. I want to start a channel. Do you think Justin Decent is a good name for a channel? Sure, why not? Yeah. Sounds like a decent enough channel name to me. <laughs> Feel free to use that, Justin. Ford8484, $5. Yet Ben Shapiro thinks Elon Omar is anti-Semitic. It's insane. Social media is a double-edged sword. Yes, Ben Shapiro thinks Loves, he loves fucking identity politics when it comes to him and his Jewishness. Just when it's anybody else, he can, he loves to call that out too because it gives them like a weapon they can use against everybody else, but one that they, that they won't allow to be used against them. But bullshit. If you can use it, we can use it. D-Dog, 2015, $5. Ben Shapiro boasts that Israel is the only pro-gay part of MENA while claiming the gayness is sinful, which is it? Yeah, he's a hypocrite, both sides. Anything that they can take, anything they can say to play both sides of the coin, they'll do. They're not the most uh, honest of people, are they? Tijuana Foreplay, $500 Mexican. I think that's like, what, 50 bucks, 100 bucks? I don't know. But thank you for that. And in honor of Flashback Friday, tired of saying cringe. Try expressing your disgust the Frank Zapper way. Okay. I guess I should not say cringe so much. I do say cringe a lot. I will admit that I do overuse the word cringe a lot. Like I do, because I rock. Instead of cringe, I say gag or gag me or gag me with a spoon. That's some old school shit, isn't it? Oh, my God. Gag me with a spoon. Did you see what she was wearing? Oh, my God. Can I have another cheer wine? That's what that reminds me of, 80s. But thank you for that. I will try not to use the word cringe as much, but it's very hard. I know me saying cringe a lot is cringe. D-Dog 2015, $5. I submit to the one true God and his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Ha-ha. <laughs> Major Christians live on the air. I knew you were just kidding. Nah, just kidding. Keep up the good work. Yep, I will do. Thanks, man. Pet, 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 Peter Tor? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Norway Kroner, 200. Yes, I know what it is now. It's the Kroner, right? Or the Crowner or something like that. I'm learning. Two, oh, you even said it. 200 Norwegian Crowner is about $23. Hey, you even told me. Thank you. I didn't even have to look it up. What a dude or, or chick. I don't want to misgender you, but... Awesome looking out for me. What's the most problematic non-PC thing video you've ever done or posted? I'm curious. Uh, non-PC. Oh, well, I call myself the N-word. That was pretty problematic. I said that uh, atheists are basically the new N-words, which is so stupid. I took the greatest slur in the history of mankind, the, a word which has been used for hundreds of years to demonize and belittle a certain group of people, and it's still, to this day, used horrifically to demonize them and belittle them. And I took that word and pretended like I somehow knew what it was like to be that. Like I was somehow being treated the same way they had been treated for hundreds of years, and that as an atheist, I was being treated 
like an N-word and, and atheists were the new N-words. And so stupid and cringy to think back. But, you know, I was just trying to be edgy and get attention. And that's all it was to it. And now I know better. Sorry about that. I've removed that video if it means anything for anybody. And uh, Tyson, mind him, $2. Jacqueline is a plagiarist. Yeah, she's done a good bit of plagiarism, but that's not the reason I have a problem with her. It's her new direction she's taken. And her material is just not good. It's just the videos aren't good anymore. They, they don't really tackle substantive issues anymore. It's just all fluff with people that she should not be signal boosting for. So it's just disappointing to see. $5 from LopNC1. Yang2020.com for the win. Yang gang. Although, I don't know if you're part of the Yang Gang. The Yang Gang actually seems kind of right-wing, so I think there are a lot of supporters of Yang who are not in the Yang Gang. So, uh, that would be where I would be if I was a supporter of him, which I kind of am a little bit, but not totally. LOPNC1, $5. Would not mind a Yang being Bernie's VP. That would be a good idea. I don't know if they'll do that or not, but uh, I'd support that ticket. Alaskan Tundra Wolf, $5. Dusty is a cuck. Hell yeah. Love the black dudes. Just to fuck my girlfriend. I think one of them is in there right now. Fucking the shit out of her. I think I hear it. Oh! Yep, that was it. I did his Vietnamese wife while he watched. Uh, true story. You totally fucked my Vietnamese wife because she was definitely into other dudes. No doubt about that. Definitely got me Alaskan Tundra Wolf. And they just robbed a $10 Canadian. Yes, you could definitely win a debate on veganism, vegetarianism against destiny. He's a great example of how bad one's rationalizations have to be to try to justify meat eating. Yeah, his re- it is really bad. I've heard his, uh, his take on veganism and vegetarianism, and it basically boils down to, I just don't give a shit. I just don't give a shit if other animals are abused or mistreated or in pain. Out of sight, out of mind. Who gives a shit about that? And that's really, really, really a bad argument. So anyway, more Super Chats, please. Like one of the show, Super Chats. Really appreciate that. As long as you guys support the show, I will keep doing it. Ask me tough questions. Super Chat. And uh, we're in the middle of shitting on Michael Shermer, who is the editor and publisher of Skeptic Magazine. And not a person who is very skeptic at all. I guess I already said that somebody responded, editor of Skeptic Magazine isn't very skeptical. Though he is not. He is an ass clown. He is a total fucking intellectual dark web ass clown. And uh, I don't want to cover him anymore. I guess maybe I'm done covering Shermer. All he's doing, he's taking up for his buddies, his little click in the intellectual dark web, and he's bitching about how they're taking on Ruben, taking Ruben to task, and they don't like that. They don't like Ruben getting shit on or having criticism in any way. So they all circle the raglans around him. But nope, he's taking shit for a very good reason. He's a doof. And all of you guys who support him are also doofs. And this is a nice mangoes. Uh, I, I show, I've showed this twice already. I've showed this in two videos already, but for some reason the show keeps cutting off at the very end. So I don't think you guys have ever seen this. Maybe you have. Maybe I showed this already and you guys saw it, but I don't think it actually made it onto the show. So somebody took... <laughs> Somebody took the intellectual dark web and they made them into little kids. This is little baby Dave Rubin. Wah! Little baby Dave Rubin. I bet he agrees. He agrees. And uh, we got little baby Joe Rogan still bald. Little baby Joe Rogan about to do some fear factor. You guys should eat some roaches right now for little baby Joe Rogan. Isn't that cute? No. He's little baby. Uh, what is that? Oh, it's. What the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, Sam Harris. Little baby Sam Harris. Oh, isn't he cute with his little baby Sam Harris? What do you think about fucking IQ and race? Are you a race realist, Sam Harris? Are you a race realist? Oh, Sam Harris. And oh, little baby George Peterson. So cute. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna clean up their room? Who's gonna make their bed? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Don't you let those postmodernist neo-Marxists stop you from cleaning up your room, little cute baby Jordan Peterson. 
Oh. Anyway, that's all. I thought that was fucking cute. They're getting insane with these fucking filters and shit. This is supposed to be Filter Friday. I was supposed to use filters again, but so many people are bitching about my filter use because I've been clipping out the shows, and if you only like see like a little four-minute video, and then I'm in a filter and a little four-minute video, and you don't really understand that I use filters on Filter Friday, it gets confusing and distracting, and people are like, stop doing that, Dusty. Stop with the filters. So I don't know. Maybe I'll bring the filters back next Friday, but for now, I'm going to skip it. Plus, they need to come up with some better new filters. I think I've already used all the ones that they have right now. And I want some fresh material for you guys. So maybe next week. We'll see what happens. And this one from Rational Disconnect again. has a pretty good Twitter account. And, uh, oh, God. He's making fun of these racists. Keep calling out these racist dudes. Mark A. Collett is such a smooth-brained Nazi that he thinks West Point only has 34 graduates at a time. The African-American women were 17% of the 200 women who graduated and only 3.4% of the 1,000 graduates. This is how fragile racists are. 3.4% is the great replacement. This is what they're all, they're so, they're so scared of black people. When they say diverse, they mean fewer white people. When they say most diverse, they mean no white people. No, they're just happen to take a picture of all the black students, and they mean most diverse because they are the most diverse, but they still make up a very, very tiny percentage of the fucking whole. It's not bad that they have more black people in the school, that they're accepting more black people, you fucking racist piece of shit. And a record number of African-American women graduated from West Point Military Academy in New York. Among the more than 200 female cadets, the 2019 graduating class, 34 were black. So out of 200, only 34 were black. Oh, my God. It's the great replacement. They're going to replace us all, aren't they? 1,000 cadets in total graduated on Saturday. So you had 1,000 graduated... 34 were black. Oh my God, it's the end of the world as we know it. And I'm not feeling very good. Whiny crybabies. They're always trying to scare you. Always trying to make you think black people are a problem when they're not, man. It's just so silly. They're just us. They're us, dude. And secular, call, secular talk, Cal Kalinske is shitting on Tommy Lauren. Uh, Tommy Lauren's all pissed off still about the transgender ad where the transgender man... He was a female-to-male transition. Is learning how to shave from his father, and his father is very accepting of him. And the whole commercial is just very heartwarming, even though I don't like advertisers. I don't like big corporations. If they're going to make a video, if they're going to make a commercial like this, then I'm okay with it. You know, they're doing a good thing, even if they're doing it for a bad reason. But Tommy Lauren doesn't think so. She's all pissed off, and she says... The new Gillette ad features a transgender boy shaving for the first time. It's a little much to normalize and promote high school-aged kids undergoing hormone therapy and gender reassignment, don't you think? Uh, no. No, I don't think. I think commercials like this that support transgender people and show them in a glowing light are actually good. We need more representation like this to normalize them, to show that they're just like anybody else. And showing a father accepting their trans kid is amazing. That's exactly what we need. We need more good role models like the fathers in this commercial to show other fathers exactly how you should act if your child comes to you and they're transgender. You love them, you accept them, you embrace them, and you help them. You know, because you don't trans you don't transition alone. That's what they all say. All these transgender people say that it's not something they do by themselves. It's something they do with friends and family. And most of them, or many of them, don't have friends and family to do this with. You know, they're rejected by their friends and family, so they have to do it alone when they definitely need all the fucking help and support they can get. So, yes, 
We should be wrapping our arms around them and supporting them, you fucking bigot. And uh, Secular Talk, Carl Klinsky says, Good point! Wouldn't want there to be an epidemic of people changing genders only to realize they weren't actually trans and were just following the trend set by Gillette commercial. This is definitely a thing that will now happen. Yeah, totally gonna happen. All these little kids in school are gonna be like, Hmm, I watched this Gillette commercial and now I want to be a boy! I want my daddy to teach me how to shave! Get me on hormone stat! Right, right. You just don't like trans people, and you're trying to be a little a commercial that makes them feel better about themselves. It's obviously what's happening here because you're a jerk. You're a bully. You're a piece of shit. You're on the wrong side of history. Hopefully someday you will wake up and you'll realize it. And here's another thing I showed. Let me look at the chat. I didn't show you guys that before, did I? Is that the first time I've ever showed you guys this shit? Uh, nope. I don't think I showed you guys any. So much vitriol from this, Dusty. Yep, it's true. Did Gillette put their toxic masculinity yet? I don't think they did. Dusty must be dating a trans person. I'm dating a... My girlfriend is cis, but she was raised by two women. She was raised by lesbian women. And one of her moms is incredibly butch. Incredibly butch. She was like... She's but she's more of a man than I am. I don't say that because she, she... That's bad. She... She identifies as a woman, so I should not have said that. But she is very masculine. I don't think that she would deny that she uh, presents herself as a butch lesbian. And uh, in many, many ways, she is way more masculine than I am. I think she's like a painter and a construction worker, and I can't do any of that shit. So, yeah, we, 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 have, a, we have a lot of ties to that community, and I'm very supportive of it. So, But anyway, um, I feel bad for these incel guys. They have, I guess... There's this new thing on the 4chans and Reddit where they post their picture and they ask the other people in the incel forums to Photoshop them to show them what they would look like if they were actually born chads who could actually get women. You know what a chad is? A chad is basically a good-looking guy who all the women want to fuck. Who is, uh, it's a big part of the lore in the incel community. So they're like, hey, we're ugly as shit, but can you Photoshop us to, look, to show us what we look like if we were chads? And so they do this. Uh, they basically, making my face into a square to own the women what they do your heads are boxy now but the thing is it's sad because you guys are not bad looking to begin with you're okay looking dudes the sad part is it's like the reason you can't get women is not because of the way you look it's because of your attitude it's because you think you can't get women it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy the way the world works is and it's a shame but the more thirsty you are the less likely you are to get a drink of water sad that's the way it works but it is and the less thirsty you are the more you're fucking drowning in it so the fact that you think you can't get women, it repels women. If you would just say, hey, yeah, I can get women, or if you would have more confidence in yourself and you would be more outgoing, it's easy. It's very easy to get women. You guys are not bad looking, man. Just accept yourself for who you are and, and just uh, quit being so down on yourself. You don't have to have a face like a fucking box to attract women. So more self-confidence. All you guys have to do, be confident in yourself and be passionate. Find hobbies and goals and things that you're passionate about and learn about them and learn to talk about them passionately. That kind of stuff is fucking very attractive to women. And this is some crazy-ass shit right here. I was talking about this before in one of my previous videos, but this is a video that actually shows the fucking problem. This is the summit of Mount Everest. This is the peak. These are motherfuckers waiting in line. Let me make sure this is muted. 
Look at these motherfuckers waiting in line to get to the top of Mount Everest. People are literally dying. They're sitting up there in these lines for 12 hours just so they could say that they were at the top of the peak, and many of them are fucking dropping dead, polluting the mountain with their dead bodies because it's hard to get dead bodies up the mountain. Obviously, it's really hard to climb Mount Everest, and it's even harder to climb down Mount Everest with dead bodies. So there's fucking dead bodies everywhere up there just fucking sitting there, and you ignorant motherfuckers who continue to do this shit are adding to the pollution. What the fuck? Why are you there? Nobody gives a shit that you climbed Mount Everest. You could just tell people you climbed it. You could tell me, hey, I climbed Mount Everest yesterday, and I'd be like, you're dumb. You just spent a bunch of fucking money and energy climbing a goddamn mountain for no reason. Who gives a shit? You could have just told me you did it, and I wouldn't even know any fucking better. Hey, everybody, did you know that I climbed Mount Everest? Hell yeah, I climbed it 10 times. I've been to the fucking very, very top 10 times. Believe it. It's exactly the same as I, if I did it or not. Telling you is exactly the same. It doesn't matter. So, anyway... Fuck off, people. And I've actually showed you guys this three times, but it never took for some reason. So this guy makes useless inventions. But this isn't useless at all. This is amazing. This is an infinity gauntlet that holds all different sauces for McNuggets. And I don't even fucking eat real chicken nuggets, but I do eat vegetarian chicken nuggets. And they're delicious as fuck. And I would totally use this thing. I would have my infinity gauntlet on. I would dunk it in a little fucking honey mustard, a little barbecue sauce, a little tangy, a little sweet and sour. Hell yeah, a little bit of everything. I want it. Give it to me. Shut up and take my money. And, uh, man, we have a lot of religious stories to cover because I've been meaning to cover them at the end of my show and since the last two shows got cut off. Hopefully this show won't get cut off. I think I might know why the shows got cut off before, so I'm going to try to make sure that doesn't happen this time. But creationists are mocking flat earthers now because, of course, they are. You know you're ridiculous when creationists are mocking you. And Ken Ham, Ken Ham has gone public. It simply isn't taught in scripture, and the science doesn't support it. Yeah, like the science supports scripture. Holy shit. What cognitive dissonance to believe that the scripture doesn't support the flat earth theory, but it supports your theory that the earth is only 6,000 years old. And the thing is, the Bible actually does support the flat earth theory. It, uh, it in one part says that Jesus was on top of a mountain and he could see all four corners of the earth. That's definitely saying that the fucking earth is flat, okay? If you're on a fucking mountain and the earth is round, you cannot see all the fucking parts of the earth. You can only see it if, for one, you couldn't see it anyway, obviously, because the world's too big, even if it was flat. But still, the Bible supports the flat earth theory. Learn to love it. And he said, although, sadly, many Christians are being convinced by cherry-picking data that it only shows parts of the whole story out of context. Yes, I would hate for anybody to cherry-pick the Bible out of context to show only one part of the story, says the guy who built a life-size fucking ark, Ken Ham. So ridiculous. And uh, pastor busted for asking underage girl to join other underage girls for threesome. The shocking, most shocking story ever, isn't it? In 2016, Pastor B.J. Blackborn, <laughs> B.J., of Kentucky, Elevate Church received national attention as the owner of a pizza chain called Giovanni's of Prestonburg because he made it very clear he ran a Christian establishment. He played Christian music over the speakers, put Bible verses on his receipts, and didn't care who complained about it. I bet you all know where this is going. We here at Giovanni's of Prestonburg are unapologetically a Christian-based business that runs and operates with Christian values and principles. But guess what, folks? Bobby B.J. Blackburn is charged with using an electronic device to try to get a minor to engage in sexual activities. Police said he messaged an employee who was a minor and asked her to engage in a threesome with another minor, among other obscene messages. On May 25th, police said Blackburn followed a third minor to the station where she tried to give a statement saying she sent the obscene messages from Blackburn's phone. 
But when they questioned her further, she took back her statements and admitted that Blackburn told her to say it or she would lose her job. What an awesome Christian dude. Hey, let's have a fucking threesome with you and your underage mates. Yeah, you guys could suck my dick. I'll fuck you in your butts and shit. Who cares if you're underage? And the police find out about it and he's like, you're going to get fired if you don't tell them that you did it. Take my phone and tell them that you're the one that sent these messages. So she's like, I don't want to be fired, so I do it. But no, you as a lying motherfucker, you're going to jail, PJ Blackburn. Jesus ain't going to help you out of this one. Maybe you should play Christian music a little bit louder in your pizza places. Maybe that'll help. Nope, don't think so. You're just fucked, dude. And a Christian mom's group slams Gillette for showing a transgender in shaving ads. Yep, the one million moms are all freaking out about this. Just like all you other anti-SAWs, you've all just become just like these conservative Christian groups, bitching about the same stuff, just as big as snowflakes as they are. And this is one million moms, and their Twitter account only has 3,668. So the million moms actually has less Twitter followers than me. Nowhere even fucking close. That's how pathetic it is. But they say, this is portrayed as a normal occurrence and embraces the LGBTQ community by glorifying this lifestyle. So what? It absolutely should be normalized. That's how you make people more likely to embrace this type of thing, right? This this is how you make people treat transgender people better by showing them in media like they're just the exact same as everybody else, that it's no big deal. Just like we deal with gay people, just like we deal with black people, just like we deal with interracial couples. And eventually society begins to accept them because they see more representation in our media for them. That's exactly how you change society for the better. It's a good thing. The fact that you're trying to fight against it just shows that you're evil. You're fucking evil motherfuckers, right? You're trying to slow down the progress and the evolution of our society. The irony with their tagline, the best a man can get, is ridiculous. It's called Father's Day, not Trans Day. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a man. Trans men are men. The hair on her, uh, the hair on their face, sorry, the hair on their face is exactly the same as it would be, you know, for a man. You know, it's testosterone. That's what testosterone does to the body. So, cry more, noobs. Love seeing them cry about this. Love seeing them be upset. I'm not usually into that, and I love usually into triggering people. But if you're gonna be triggered over good things, then you should probably be triggered over them because you're a fucking idiot. And uh, came across this video the other day. Making fun of me for having autism. Isn't that lovely? Um, here's the thing. I do have autism. Like, I talked about this before. I'm a high-functioning autistic. Like, if you watch my, watch my video, like, you see me staring off into space right now as I talk. That's part of my autism. Like, if you're going to meet me in real life, I don't like making eye contact with people. Um, I'm not even really all that talkative in real life. I basically just observe. I sit back and I observe and, and uh, I don't really talk unless I have something to say. And I'm kind of a weirdo in real life. And I do a good job of covering it up on the show because I've learned to channel that. I've, I've learned to channel my autism in a beneficial way that actually makes me really good at this. But if you meet me in real life, yes, I'm an autistic weirdo and I don't try to make any bones about it or hide it. But anyway, this guy made a video about me making fun of me for being autistic. So let's take a little look and see. We're not going to watch the whole thing, but just a very short clip from it. All right, hurry up. Hurry up. Quicker. I want you to take a moment and visualize the dumbest event you have ever started and continued. Really picture it. You got it? Good. Now let me show you something that tops that. Cult of Dusty, better known for his use of logic. Vadim, <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard that you and Clan of Dusty uh, got together and came to a consensus that you both hate black people. Is that true? Of course, we got together on that kind of consensus. We realized they are absolutely sodomizing. Is that what we saw there, oh. Dusty? Absolutely right. 
It might be the only logical decision to come to when you're a world full of niggers and buttfuckers. <laughs> but exactly, Dusty and me are on the exact same level here. Now you child might need to get on our team. I just want to, I just want to smoke weed and hate niggers all day long. Is that too much to ask? Logic. Or so I guess there's some kind of conservative show with Mr. Mikotor where they have a character that's supposed to be me that's racist. That's the level of comedic genius these people have come up with. Just so. It's like cringe. No, I overused that word before, but oh shit, this whole thing is uh, cringe. His ability to poke everyone and everything for the hopes of getting onto a morning kumite has been extensively covered by good boy Toad McKinley. I highly suggest watching his video to get an understanding of who Dusty is. But for the sake of. I think that's the video I watched live on this show not long ago, where basically I just made fun of the whole thing. It was kind of silly. And I don't know what he's talking about me trying to get in on the morning kumite or whatever all that shit is, but I've been repeatedly asked over and over and over again to be on these morning blood sports shows, and I always refuse. So I'm, not only am I not trying to get on their show, I actively refuse every time they ask me, so don't know what I'm up. The story, I'll just be going over the events that have unfolded over the past two days and how Dusty Smith has solidified himself as the dumbest autist on the internet. And no, I'm not using autist as an insult. He actually had you, to admit he was autistic. You are using autism as an insult. stupid he showed himself <laughs> to be now. I haven't really talked about this a lot because these days the word autism is an insult. Everybody's always saying, look at that dude spurging out. <laughs> You're autistic, man. It seems to be the hip new word to make fun of others. But the truth is, I actually am a little bit autistic. I am slightly on the spectrum. Now, I'm a very high-functioning autistic. I'm only very slightly on the spectrum, but autism runs in my family. It all started with this tweet. I had this uh, cousin. He actually lives right now, and uh, him and his mom live in my RV that I bought. Uh, I bought my mom a house, and then I bought an RV for my aunt. Like, I try to help out people in my family. Man, my cousin's so autistic that he, like, he wears a diaper, and he can't talk, and, like, he'll, like, pull feces out of his diaper and smear on the walls and he all he does is so he's severely 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 autistic and it runs my family i'm not like nearly that autistic i'm very very high functioning but yeah it runs my family and i have no problem admitting that and i'm not embarrassed of it why would i be embarrassed making fun of me for it is you know makes you a shitty person but i'm perfectly fine with letting you do it so in case you didn't hear i got robbed yesterday by my weed dealer when i traveled back to my hometown true story mugged me for 325 dollars shooting a quick video about it tonight gonna make this dude famous done as idiotic as Did this that. is some very keen individuals would point out to dusty that it's probably a bad idea to promote a youtube video about how he went to go buy drugs illegally nobody gives a shit robbed for doing it and nobody cares nobody cares you might want to reconsider doing a video about committing the crime of attempting to buy i did did the video lots of people saw it literally zero trouble nobody gave a fuck i knew they wouldn't give a fuck only people that give a fuck are you guys i slash possess illegal drugs police won't like being public about that crime YouTube slash Facebook have their terms Nobody of service, gives a which shit. such a video would probably violate. It didn't. Dusty goes on to say, nope. I'll be fine. I didn't buy anything, so I didn't commit any crimes. Yep. Which he got the response. You mm, anything else. Not, who unironically might be a possible gang member. But don't let me tell you that. Just let's hear his story from the... I guess he's saying I should be scared of Rudy Wiley, the guy that mugged me. I ain't scared of Rudy Wiley. What the fuck would I be scared of Rudy Wiley? You should be scared of me, really. I ain't scared of you, dude. Not a fucking all. Now, I was scared of you when you had a knife. When you had a knife pointed at me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, here you go. You can have my money. 
But uh, I am never going to be without my weapons again. Like you caught me at a time, like I trusted you. I trusted you because I knew you because I'd known you for a year and you, you grew up as a childhood friend of my cousin. And so he vouched for you and we both knew you. And so that's the only reason I trusted to be around you without weapons. But I won't ever make that mistake again. So, nope, definitely not scared of really wild. Anyway, basically, I guess this whole video is just him making fun of me for being autistic. Not, it's not really that interesting, but I am. True story. Got no problem with it. And uh, so next we're going to talk about C.C. Teffler. This is another transgender athlete that a lot of people have been mentioning to me. They're like, C.C. Teffler, she's another one of these transgenders that proves transgender athletes just have too much of an advantage. They're going to take over all women's sports, Dusty. What is your fucking thoughts on C.C. Teffler? Okay, well, I have thoughts on C.C. Teffler. So C.C. Teffler is a, a trans athlete who won a race recently. She won the NCAA Division II 500-meter herders. Um pretty sure that's what she did so anyway she used to compete as a male but apparently when she was uh when she was presenting as a male she was not a very good runner um but then she got her life kind of in order she uh started transitioning it really helped her focus and so she started training her this is according to her coach her coach has been very public about this and her coach said she started when she started transitioning she started training like she never trains before she actually showed up to every practice like what she didn't do it before she didn't take it seriously before but now she did and she worked her fucking ass off and i guess she had the race of her life like all season i think she had lost the majority of her races um and Finally, at this one meetup at the NCAA Division II, she won 400-meter uh, hurdles, but she lost the 100-meter hurdles to a cis woman. So she happened to win one of her races, and everybody fucking freaked out, even though she lost most of her races during the season, even though she only won one of her races, even though, and here's the other thing, she competes in NCAA, NCAA Division II, which is not even the top competition. They're divided into three different levels of competition third is the worst second is like medium and then there's division one where all the truly top athletes compete so she does not even compete against the top female athletes in the ncaa much less the top female athletes on the professional level or the olympic level so compared to the really super fast people she's not even really super fast i think she is two seconds behind the ncaa record on this one particular race that she won so here's the thing trans women are not allowed to win that's what it boils down to. Even if they lose most of the raises during the season, even if they don't really compete with on the highest levels with other cis women, even if they win these lower-level Division II races, even if they only win one race out of the multiple races they run, they run, people are still going to fucking freak out about it. They are not allowed to win ever, 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 ever. And so, but like I've said before, this is a fucking non-issue because transgender people only make up half a percentage of the population. And of that, only a very, 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 very small percentage make up transgender women. And then of that, that only a very, 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 very small percentage who are on uh, hormone replacement therapy for two years are going to be able to compete at the highest levels with cis women. So none of this is a fucking issue whatsoever, except for the fact that they're not allowed to win. Whenever they win, people are going to fucking freak out about it, and they're going to use their uh, confirmation bias. That's exactly what it is. See, this confirms everything we said about transgender people, even though they are still completely, incredibly underrepresented across all of female sports, even though they don't have any overall records or any overall Olympic gold medals, except for Caitlyn Jenner when she was presenting as a male. She has a gold medal, but I'm talking about, obviously, no people who are in the middle of transitioning who are outwardly calling themselves trans 
have won any gold medals or any medals at all or even like been in the Olympics or have any overall world records. So non-issue, also a non-issue with, uh, what is her name, C.C. Teffler. And also, like I've said before, once they do the science, once they start actually researching all this stuff, if they do show that transgender women absolutely have a huge advantage over cis women, I will change my mind. I will change my mind in a heartbeat. And even the thing is, is even if they do that science in the future, even if they do do all the science in the future that proves transgender women have an advantage, I would still say I was right to have my opinion now, the opinion I have now, because the science they've done so far doesn't prove that. Now, there's very, very little science that has been done, and the science they've done has been very, very, very poor and doesn't really prove much. But the fact that it's the only science we have right now is the reason I'm going with that science. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do with the science you have for right now, and then if better science comes out later, you change your opinion based on the new better science. So even if I change my opinion later in the future, I will still think I was on the right side right now because I am. Because that's there's there's no evidence that proves that they have a... Uh, such an unfair advantage that cis women can't compete with them. In fact, the competitive record shows the exact opposite. Not only can cis women compete with transgender women, they dominate them. They dominate them by every single metric you can actually look at. Uh, so anyway, wanted to cover that because most multiple people sent me CC Teffler and wanted me to comment about that, so I did. And man, talk about not fucking know, knowing your audience at all. This dude... Holy shit, you're not going to get anywhere near the presidency. This is John Delaney, who gets booed for like a solid two minutes at the California Democratic Convention uh, for being a fucking chud. Learn your audience, dummy. Let's see, come on. Let's play it. Play. Come on, you can do it. Here we go. Boom. But we, as Democrats, to build an economy that works. But it's got to be with smart policies. Medicare for all may sound good, but it's actually not good policy, nor is it good politics. I'm telling you. Boo this man. Boo. Hiss. Boo. Hiss. Boo and more. Fuck you. More booze. Yeah. Wait a minute. Nope. Nope. Drink it in. We should have universal health care. Inject it into your veins, dipshit. They still booed him. Yeah. You are not getting anywhere near the presidency. Drop out immediately. Still booed him. <laughs> we should have universal health Boo. Boo. We should have universal health We should have universal health Say it one more time. And uh, if you want to know why this guy feels this way, it's because he's worth like $320 million. It's exactly why he's another one of these rich, rich, super rich millionaire assholes who don't want to pay higher taxes, who don't want them to come for his fucking nest egg. And so he's afraid that if we have universal health care, if we have Medicare for all, that it's going to cost him a little bit more money and he won't be a hugely rich shithead anymore. But he's probably right. We probably will never have universal health care in this country because these are the kind of assholes who are running He's the kind of assholes who are in charge of our politics. And even Joe Biden, very similar to this. I think Joe Biden is going to give us universal health care, going to give us Medicare for all. Hell no. Hell no. But Bernie might. If we can get the right Congress in office, we can get Bernie in office, we might get it done. That's why we got to do what we can to try to get Bernie in office. And uh, this one from Alanis Elizabeth Garcia. Oh, shit. Talking about shitheads. Uh, I'll just play it. 
You ready to be depressed? These people make tons of money. This guy makes more money than you. I bet you anything this guy makes more money than you. Let's listen to him. Here, put this in your pipe and smoke it. If I had a button right here on the pulpit, I could just push this button and every fag would fall over dead. I'll push it until it breaks. If I had a button on the pulpit, I could push it and every homosexual would fall over dead. I will push it until I break my finger. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I would say the same thing about you. I'd push the button and kill you, but I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm not even, uh, I'm not as cruel as you are. Even you, even one of the lowest human beings on the face of the planet, I still wouldn't treat you that way. And these are the guys who are out there speaking for Jesus, you know, pretending that they're good, godly men. And you hear people in the audience, amen, amen, yeah, let's kill all homosexuals. It's just hate. That's what we have in this country, hate, folks. This is what we're fighting against. Some of the most evil people on the goddamn planet. No doubt about it, this guy supports Trump. Big-ass Trump supporter. And, uh, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> Hard to believe this is real, folks. I'm going to read this. Hard to believe. Pastor credibly accused of using oral sex to exercise men's evil spirits. Oh, my God. A New Jersey pastor has been credibly accused of using oral sex during exorcism to extract evil spirits from men. Wait till I read it. I'm not read it yet. Wait. Okay. Uh, the Reverend Dr. William Weaver, a Presbyterian minister who served as a pastor at Linden Presbyterian Church for nearly 40 years, allegedly said he was following the Bible when he used Native American rituals and oral sex to remove demons from troubled members of the church. Weaver, 45, or sorry, Weaver, 69, was scheduled to face his three accusers during an eternal church trial. So basically, they're just covering this up by doing this in the church instead of actually doing it in the fucking uh, courts where they should. So instead of, like, the worst thing that's going to happen to him is he's going to get, like, banned from the Presbyterian church, but nothing's actually going to happen to him. But anyway, uh, let me read exactly what he did. Here he goes. In the spring of 2000, Weaver told Weiss that in order for the ritual to be more effective, they had to go upstairs where he could lay down and with more stones and candles. God, this guy, how can you get dumber than this guy? Seriously, who are the fuck this guy that let this happen? You, you, got, you got to think that he must have been a little bit gay and wanted it to happen. Because seriously, over the next few visits, Weaver informed Weiss that he had suffered hits from the spirit world and they needed to be brought out through his semen by oral sex. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Weaver told Stoughton he had to lay still with the stones on and around him and let the reverend get it out. Feeling mortified was an understatement, but I didn't want to say he was wrong. What the fuck, dude? What do you mean you don't want to say he was wrong? You just let a dude sit there and suck your dick because you didn't want to say anything about it? Good fucking Lord. After he helped me to this point, Weiss said in his statement, I was so confused and upset, I remember praying to God, please let me get this over with. <laughs> so you were thinking about God as you jizzed in this dude's throat? Is that what you're saying? Did he swallow your demons? I'm just wondering, like, what is the story about this? These demons were delicious. A little bit salty, though. But hard to believe that's real, folks. But true story. And religious fundamentalist who let 14-month-old... Let me try it again. Religious fundamentalist who let 14-month-old son die gets 32 months in prison. A couple of religious fundamentalists from Canada who let their 14-month-old son die by failing to get him medical treatment just got 32 months each in prison, which is way, way, way too short. They should have done way longer time. If you're one of these Christian assholes who think you can pray the illness away from your kids and they die... Not only should you have all your kids taken away from you, not only should you not ever be in the position to have kids again, you should probably do the rest of your life in jail. 
Fuck that shit. Start making examples out of these motherfuckers immediately. And uh, conservatives are mad because Netflix is talking about not doing their programs in Georgia anymore because Georgia is trying to pass really draconian abortion bans. And a lot of Netflix's show that shows they shoot in Georgia. And I think like The Walking Dead from AMC shoots in Georgia too. So uh, yeah, these uh, Christian groups are trying to pretend like lots of people are leaving Netflix in droves. They had this chart up from, uh, I guess, people that come to their websites who have said they cast their Netflix because of this. And they've shown the financial hit Netflix has taken. And they've lost $118,000 a year over this so far. Oh my God. You're about to put Netflix out of business. How are they going to take that hit? That is literally uh, two seconds of footage from Stranger Things. $118,000 only pays for two seconds of footage from Stranger Things. Like, literally, you are having no effect on them whatsoever. They will actually get far, far, far more support from people who agree with them leaving Georgia and not supporting that fucking shitty, backwards Christian state as they turn women into human incubators and force them to have children against their will. Please do it, Netflix. All of you guys, pull out of Georgia immediately. Show them there is a financial cost for being backwards dickheads. And uh, more of this depressing shit. Church leader allegedly raped girls and said refusing him would go against God. Holy shit. This is what these people always do. They just abuse their fucking power against these people. And I, and I feel sorry for these people who let them do it because I know they think these people are actually like emissaries of God. They actually believe these people are special and chosen and they can't turn them down. And there's this power dynamic. But still, like, people, what the fuck? Stand up for yourselves. Let's see if it says exactly. In, criminal complaint, in, a, in the criminal complaint filed with the Los Angeles County Superior Court, the California Department of Justice alleges Joaquin Garcia and his co-defendants committed 26 felonies in Southern California over a period of approximately four years. Joaquin Garcia and his co-defendants allegedly coerced victims into performing sexual acts by telling them that if they went against any of his desires or wishes as the apostle, they were going against God. Um, Let's see. Anyway, he he basically told them that people that God has chosen can't do anything wrong and can't be judged for things. That's what he says right here. An apostle of God can never be judged for his actions. That's what he told them. So, man, dude, religion just so fucking evil. I say it over and over again. I'm like a broken record. But how many times can I say anything different when they do the same things over and over again, right? It's the same story every fucking time. These evil, rich assholes just using the name of God to mistreat people, abuse them, harm them. And they keep fucking getting get away with it. You know, they, the people keep giving these people money and putting them in charge of shit. Like, how do we wake people up? How do we let people know not to trust pastors, not to trust these men of God, not to give them their money and support them? Like, when are you people going to learn? How many of these people have to do the same shit over and over again before you learn? Will people ever learn? Is that ever going to happen? And uh, this Christian preacher claims that she stopped fatal car accidents in her hometown with her tears. Let's see. Do I want to play this clip? Uh, I think I'm going to skip that. How much time is it? 238. Oh, I guess I'll play it. Just a little bit. Hurricanes. Let me give you a really small scale example. Mm-hmm. The uh, street, just a couple street lights up from my house. There, when I first moved here, now I've been in my home for 18 years. And uh, when I first moved here, I noticed that there were accidents in that intersection all the time. All the time. 
now, you know, that was nearly 20 years ago. So I told my mom, I said, mom, I said, what? Why didn't you go out there and pray 20 years ago? You could have stopped 20 years of accidents and deaths, but you didn't do it. Selfish. There are, I can't tell you every week. There's a major accident in this intersection every single week. And she said to me, she said, why don't you start praying and bind it up? And so one time I was going through that intersection and the spirit of intercession gripped my heart so heavily. And I got to tell you, I don't even know what I was weeping over. <laughs> I have no idea, emotional mess? but I know something took place in that intersection. No. And I began to weep before the Lord and just repent. And I wept and I wept and I wept. And I'm telling you, fatalities in that intersection stopped. And I, I'm, it would be on the news every week a fatality god was just killing people left and right just letting all kinds of people get murdered and hurt but i went out there and i cried and i wept and i moaned and god saw my tears and he was like hey because you cried here i'm no longer gonna let people get murdered because that's how an all-powerful all just all loving god works isn't it no why would you worship a monster like that you're gonna kill people and just stop killing people because you cried about it and why don't you cry about everything bitch stop start crying about starving children you know Start crying about AIDS and cancer. Start crying about everything. Clearly, you have magical powers that can, can cure, that can cure all of our ills in society. Why are you not crying more? And uh, Alabama mayor defends rant about the need to kill LGBTQ people. Holy fucking shit. This is a true story. Mark Chambers, the mayor of Carbon Hill, Alabama, said in a Facebook post that the only solution to stop certain groups, including LGBTQ people, those who are pro-choice and socialist from getting more rights than the majority would be to kill the problem out. I know it's bad to say without killing them out, but there's no way to fix it. It's literally what he said here. The only way to change it would be to kill the problem out. I know it's bad to say, but without killing them, there's no way to fix it. So, of course, he's trying to defend himself. Well, I didn't mean that. I didn't say it. I didn't. But yeah, yeah, he did. When... WBRC Fox 6 News contacted him about those now privatized comments. He lied about making them, which he did, then hung up on the reporter, which was dumb, then called back to say his comments were taken out of context. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Then denied saying anything about killing gay people, which he did, then said he was only talking about killing people in a revolution. Now nah, you aren't. Then blamed Facebook's privacy settings for making his post public, which they didn't. Then changed his own settings to private. But, but not before we reported grab screenshots. So yeah, dude, that's exactly what you said. Uh, you should not be the mayor of anything. You should not be the mayor of walking dogs. They should immediately vote you out of fucking office. This is the kind of Republican shitheads that people are voting into political office these days. Definitely needs to be called out. Definitely need to get these people out to fucking office. If you live in this fucking town, Carbon Hill, Alabama, and you vote for Mark Chambers, you are a fucking piece of shit. You should be out there campaigning against this guy as hard as you can. And uh, according to this Tennessee prosecutor, a Christian prosecutor, of course, gay people don't deserve domestic violence protections. Of course they don't. Why the fuck would we protect gay people the same way we protect straight people? They're gays, man. They can't really get married. So this guy thinks that his, uh, his thoughts on the legality of gay marriage should trump the actual law in his state, which means he definitely should be kicked out of office immediately, but I'm sure he won't be. Craig North Northcott is the district attorney general for Coffee County, Tennessee, home of Bonnaroo. 
And he's been under fire recently for saying that Islam is evil, which by extension, he says, means all Muslims are evil. Now, there's another reason to despise the guy. According to a sermon he gave at the 2018 Schaefer Theological Seminar Bible Conference, but which is only getting attention now, Northcott was explaining the difficulties he faced as a result of the marriage equality decision by the Supreme Court. One of them was the decision of whether to prosecute a case of assault as domestic violence, a charge that carries a greater possible punishment, when the couple in question was the same-sex marriage. Northcott said he wouldn't do that because his religion doesn't recognize same-sex marriage as real, so he's not even going to follow the law. He's basically going to decide, because of his own beliefs, that... Just because you're married to another person who's the same sex, you can't claim to be uh, domestically abused. You can't be a victim of domestic violence because you're gay. The social engineers on the Supreme Court decided what we now have that we now have homosexual marriage. I disagree with them. What do I do with domestic assaults? The reason that there's enhanced punishment on domestic violence is to recognize and protect the sanctity of marriage. And I said, there's no marriage to protect, so I don't prosecute them as domestic. So basically, if uh, you're a gay couple, go ahead and beat your spouse. You'll get less time than a straight couple will because of this fucking shithead right now. This shithead thinks he knows better than what the law is and what the Supreme Court says because he's a Christian. So once again... uh. Tennessee, Coffee County, Tennessee, get this fucking guy out of office. And if you don't, you're to blame. You're part of the fucking problem and you deserve to be called out about it. And you make your town look bad. You make Tennessee look bad. You know, step the fuck up, dudes. And uh, last religious story of the night, Catholic priest. Women must cover their shoulders at mass to protect male purity. So this is what happened. Apparently, uh, I guess I'll just read it. This is from Kevin M. Kuziak. Ladies, a priest I know was forced on Sunday to ask a woman at mass to cover her shoulders. Please help the men, priest to pre- I guess they didn't say them. Please help the priest to protect their purity of the men at holy mass by choosing to dress modestly. The alternative is awkward for all involved. Thank you. Now the only thing that's awkward here is you having to point this out. The only thing awkward here is you feeling uncomfortable by female shoulders. Like if you're really such a perv that you're worried you're going to get a stiffy because you see a girl's shoulder. That's goddamn on you. That's not on her, right? Those hussies. Next thing you know, they'll show, every, they'll show everyone some ankle. Yeah, it's like we're living in fucking Iraq or something. It's like they want Sharia law or something. Who knows what happens after that? Enforced? He was forced? By who? Who forced you? Who forced any of this shit on you? This is like a choice you're making, dipshit. Anyway, needless to say, people on Twitter skewed the fuck out of this guy. Father, I understand your organization is most comfortable covering things up. Yep, that's true. They cover everything up, don't you, Catholics? That's one of the main things you're known for, isn't it? Covering up. And Jane Carl says, And this is why I despise organized religion. A woman's shoulders are not provocative. Women's bodies are not grenades. Liable to explode at any moment. Men's sexual, emotional, paranoid reaction to other people are entirely their own responsibility. Exactly. Personal accountability, dude. It's all on you. No, you're right. Let's do it the dumbest fucking way possible because it's easier for you. That's exactly what it is. I'm uncomfortable with your shoulders. So let's have everybody cover up their shoulders for my benefit because I'm a dumbass. No, dude. You, you just get the fuck over it. I love how men can't control their own bodies and the solution is to control women instead. Yeah, dude. The solution is not to control her body. It's to control your body. Like, seriously, if you're, getting, if you're still getting hard-ons from shoulders and stuff, or you're still getting sexually aroused from shoulders, you really gotta watch a lot more fucking porn, dude. I've literally had a lap dance with a girl bouncing on my dick and didn't get hard. 
because I need the like serious, dirty shit to turn me on. And I, I feel bad for her because she was like, what? I'm not good enough for you. I'm grinding all over your fucking dick with my butt. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's not doing it for me. Sorry. You're going to have to like whip a titty out and stick it in my mouth or something. And of course, they're strippers. They don't do that. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, actually, Jesus said, if her shoulders are causing you problems, it's on you and not her to fix the problem. It's your right. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. Yep. Says that it's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. So start ripping your eyes out, motherfucker. Don't demand they cover their shoulders up. Rip them out. And uh, something is really wrong in any religion that is more concerned with a woman wearing their shoulders out than priests sexually assaulting children. Make it make sense. I can't make it make sense. I'm sorry, Evet or Yvette, but it just doesn't make sense. And Caitlin says, shoulders, mate, really? Your religion can't die out fast enough. True story. Die out quicker, please. And uh, so that's the last religious story. I'm going to do one video. I only have one video tonight. Nothing really interesting fucking happened this week. Didn't find any good videos. So I'm going to read the super chats. And then I'm going to do the final video. Um, last chance to get the super chats in. Please super chat me if you can. If you can afford it. If you want to support the show. Super chat. And I will get to it. Let me find where I left off here. Um... Let's have a discussion. $5. Japan is a nation of stunted nerds, so no surprise at that video. Was it Japan or, or was it China? I thought I said China. I thought it was China, but maybe it was Japan. I don't know. Um, but you're right. Yeah, if you ever watch both Japan and China, have some weird-ass porn. Do you ever watch that shit? Not that I ever do. I never watch porn that is nasty and wrong. I only watch the uh, socially acceptable porn. So... Thank you for that. Musaka122, $2. I agree with that. Yeah, little baby Dave Rubin. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, volatile, $5. Thank you, Volatile. Very generous. D-Dog, 2015, $5. Looks like your pop-up ad blocker is on. Here's a pop-up to let you know. Yep, I definitely have my pop-up ad blocker on. Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't do that because I expect people to support me and not have their pop-up blockers on me when they're watching my videos and stuff, even though everybody does anyway. But I'm a hypocrite. What can you say? D-Dog 2015, letter of the law or spirit of the law? Um, Yeah, true, right? That's a big difference. Don't know which, but probably probably spirit of the law. Uh, Chris Christer Jerv Hall gave me $75 Swedish. I think that's Sweden. Pretty sure. Thank you very much for that. Read Washington Post. The strong men strike back. If there were reincarnation, these gays and trans haters and racists would be reborn as black lesbian Christ Sweden. Yeah, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? All these people that hate, if they were born exactly the thing they hate. Like, it would be even better. Like, if somebody that was really homophobic was, like, born, like, a pair of dick-sucking lips. Like, all they had to look forward to every day was their lips wrapped around a big, hard, veiny cock. That would be hilarious. I'd love to see that. Anyway, thank you for that. Appreciate that. D-Dog, 2015, $10. Check out Philosophy Tube's video on S3X. I guess that's sex work. He talks about how it should be legal, not just to tackle human trafficking, but to have it recognized as a legitimate industry. I totally agree. You know, sex work is legitimate work. Sex workers need to be respected. They need to be protected, and they don't need to be demonized. They do, like, porn. Like, porn stars are sex workers, and very few things in life have given me more pleasure than porn has. I'm going to be completely honest, man. I've gotten so much pleasure out of porn. Porn stars are doing the Lord's work. I thank you for your service. Like, I thank you for your sacrifice. Really enjoyed it. Big fan. So, no problem with sex workers whatsoever. I, uh, I thank you for what you do and keep it up. 
Let's have a discussion, $5. If it's not too personal, you said you have some crazy girlfriend stories. Will you ever share some of them sometime? Well, I, I've shared some of them before, like the time that I went to the, uh, I went to Las Vegas with a, a stripper I was dating, and we were hanging out with another stripper, and the both of them faked a slip and fall in the uh, Las Vegas hotel and threatened to sue the hotel, hotel slash casino, Unless that they were given a $500 a night room in the penthouse, which they were, and I was there with them. And uh, so I basically got scared that they were going to do something like that to me and lie about me and get something over on me. So I basically just got on a plane and snuck out of there and left them there. Never saw her again. That was just one crazy story. Lots of stories like that. Thanks for that. Maybe I'll tell some more later. Um, Beast Nation 2009, $10. Laughing my ass out at Delaney. In a matter of seconds, he gets to know how it felt to be Roman Reigns after beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33 and attempting to cut a promo the next night. I didn't see that, but I can imagine how horrible that would have been. Uh, yeah, dude definitely blew any shot he had. He didn't have a shot anyway, but any shot he might have theoretically had is definitely gone. He should definitely drop out immediately and quit embarrassing himself. Uh, Peter Tor, $2,000 uh, Norway kroner. The whiny voice you make when reading what shitlords are writing is amazing. Whenever I happen to read what they write myself, my brain reads everything in that voice now. Makes it w way more fun. Yeah, that's the way I, I hear them. Like, every time I hear these chuds, I hear them in funny, stupid voices. So I, I can't help but to do it. But thank you very much for your kroners. Peter Tor. Very, very generous. I love you, Peter. And Rave Dubin, $5. As a deacon in the church of Do You... Oh, in the church of Do You... This guy should have just been honest and upfront about his desire. Give dude's head. Yeah, he just said, dude, you're cute, and I could really suck some cum out of your dick. Want to give me a shot at it? I'll suck the shit out of that dick. I'll get all that demon juice out. <laughs> just be honest, dude. If you want to suck dick, suck dick. Don't lie about it. And uh, Beast Nation 2009 said, people who were chosen by God can't do anything wrong. Ah, just makes like Jim Baker and his crew love to say about Trump. Yep. Exactly. He's chosen by God. He can't do anything wrong. We're special. We can literally rape you and nobody can do anything to us. Nope. We can definitely do something to you. Put your ass in jail. Call you out for it. And D-Dog 2015, two dollars. Any tips for watching porn without risk of viruses? Well, if you just watch it like on uh, Pornhub and stuff, you won't get viruses. I never get viruses from porn. Just watch it from Pornhub or like just you can even download them for the Pirate Bay as long as they're MP4 format. As long as the formats are not like EXE, you won't have any problem for the most part. So stick with MP4s and MPEGs and JPEGs and you'll be fine. So anyway, one more video. I'm gonna, I am gonna. only found one video this week. We're going to watch it real quick. And it's uh, near-death experiences. But this first one's crazy as fuck. What is happening here? What? What is happening? Well, I don't know what's going on. Uh, why are you not opening... There we go. Like, this is a real fucking snake. I guess it just, like, came through the door, and it's coming right after this fucking dude. And this guy's reaction is not the reaction I would have. This guy was really cool about it. I would have shit myself. I would have probably fell on my face right in front of the snake, and it would have bit me in the nose or some shit. I would not have responded this way. But this guy, this guy's a fucking, he's a pimp. Look at him. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just swipes it with his foot. Oh, nope. Like, that snake, man, that snake coming out there, and he picks it up, and he's like, oh, I got this snake. Dude, you're a boss. Not me. And, like, this is some crazy shit. They're at a, uh, I guess they're at a wildlife park where there's cheetahs and stuff everywhere, lions and tigers and shit, and these motherfuckers are out of their car walking around with their fucking kids. What are you goddamn thinking? So then, of course, the 
the cats notice, and the cats are like, yeah, we're going to get him. And yeah, this dude's carrying his kid. Get in the car quicker. What are you doing? Yeah, you're going to get eaten, dummies. Don't fucking get out of your car with your goddamn kids when there's predator cats every fucking where, you idiots. Seriously. People just shouldn't have fucking kids, right? Some people just shouldn't have kids, and this guy's going to get a goddamn avalanche on him. Anyway, that's all I was going to show. Didn't find very many good videos, unfortunately. And we're two hours and 55 minutes on the show, so it's time to wrap it up. As always, if you guys love my show, and I know you do, because this is a kick-ass show. Killing it. Patreon.com slash podcast. Please consider supporting the show. You can also send me direct tips through Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Dusty Smith. You can also buy t-shirts at cultofdusty.com. You can also send me direct tips through PayPal at cultofdusty2 at gmail.com. And uh, you can also come to the show next Monday. Monday, I will be back for more awesome fucking material. And you can send me more Super Chats. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. I really enjoyed the show. Had fun doing it with these guys. I will be back Monday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Until then, I'll see you guys later. I love you very much. Can't tell you how much I thank you guys for supporting me. You guys are so fucking cool. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. Love you so much. Logic, everybody. Fuck yes. Later, dudes. Thank you.